Welcome to episode 180 of the No Podcast. We are No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast premiere video game podcast. Good bit of news tonight. It's a little later in the week. Uh, Twitch hack. What is that? Xbox 20th anniversary accessories. Some pretty cool stuff in there. The official GTA announcement. Uh, GTA 6. Stay tuned. Uh, breaking news on this No Podcast is going to be uh, GTA 6, clearly. i got to fix Brant real quick. It's not doesn't look good. Let me uh, let me do jumping jacks and then I'll redirect everything for you. Yes, please. Uh, that'll be a nightmare. Uh, is Europe stuck at 50 hertz? Question mark. Nintendo Online. Brant's Animal Crossing hour. I know who built the news this week. Uh, and Nintendo Online expansion pass expands Nintendo's wallets. Huh? Xbox Mini fridge cooling its way into home soon. And G4, the network we all grew up loving. Most of us, I think, uh, returns all on November 16th. All of us. November 16th, what do those details entail? Find out later. I am one of your hosts, Richard Bergman, joined tonight by co-host Brent McKee. What's up, man? Non-newsmaster. Partial newsmaster. <laughs> I picked up his slack. I went to fill, I went to uh, finish it up today, and it was all done. I was like, what the hell? What do I do anymore? What do I do in my life? My role... No, you built it out, and then I added the news story. So I do appreciate your contribution, Brant. <laughs> Two thumbs up. And Cesar Concepcion on the second. There he is, laughing in the background. Uh, hello. Yeah, I just I just logged into uh, the Google Drive, and it goes like, now you can block people and drive. I'm just gonna block everybody now. <laughs> <laughs> not for hopefully it's not our account. Hopefully you're not drop blocking people like from our account to prevent people from sharing. I want to follow you. Right click a file they shared you. Oh Sweet God. Brent. Brant's editing the news and you're blocking him out of there. Uh, the, my most requested feature is finally added. That's really what you wanted? You wanted to block people from Google Drive? <laughs> Just to piss them off, yeah. Me and Brant? <laughs> no news. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, as long as we're not talking about the no podcast Google Drive, I'm good. Block away, sir. I can block you within uh, Google <laughs> All of your podcast drive. Yeah, get out your band hammer. Just don't use it against us. We don't need that here. I'm just going to block myself. <laughs> I don't block. know, guys. I, I couldn't get into the news. I don't know what we're talking about. Yeah. Block no podcast. Block ourselves. I can't even get in there anymore. <laughs> You're preventing yourself from posting. <laughs> it's the ultimate end game. <laughs> We've taken ourselves out of it. Cesar took us out of it. <laughs> I guess that's how it will end. <laughs> Cesar destroys us. Uh, Renee said he's watching on his tablet, and he has an iPad Pro. That thing's like 12 inches, so whoever's behind him is watching as well. Uh, whoever's <laughs> in the restaurant, whoever's on his side of the smoking section. In the Applebee's. I'm sure half that store is watching with him now. Yeah. Uh, make sure they follow us, like, subscribe, ring the bell. What do what the people say at the end of every video? <laughs> Tell your friends. Go to our, uh, uh, what is it? You sell the t-shirts, something bubble. Teespring. I don't know. Teespring. There we go. That's a good one. All right. Let's get straight into the news. I thought this was last week. I think we just joked about it, though. Yeah. Cesar was, Cesar was joking about the millions of Twitch dollars that. Uh, <laughs> oh, they found out how much we make. The millions and millions of dollars we make. <laughs> With our, our four consistent viewers. Yeah, we've been doing this for, what, a year and a half now, and we can't get Twitch uh, affiliation. <laughs> they didn't want us to go away, so we just signed a deal for $50 million a year. Yeah, sorry you had to find out this way. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, this comes from The Verge. Twitch source code and creator payouts part of massive leak. 
Uh, this come this came out last last year, last week, October sixth. <laughs> this comes from Tom Warren. <laughs> yeah, we're just now late breaking news from twenty twenty. This got lost in all the bullshit of twenty twenty. We're just now getting around to it. <laughs> uh, we got our we're clearing out our news backlog, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, Cesar just now unlocked us from Google Drive and let yeah. us back in. So. <laughs> Holy shit, we're gonna be here for hours. Is going over the, oh, uh, no. the news for the year. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. I sure at least I have my poly Megan by now, right? Yeah, well, instead of it being uh, stuck in the port of uh, Long Beach with our switch with our swole lids, I, I let that go. So, did you cancel? I did. You did really? Yeah, I'm gonna let I'll it let sit that go. See how long it lasts. Uh, I ended up well, my, my target one came in. I've had my target one for a week now, so oh, and I was like, I'll, I'll just pay the extra $30 for the white Joy Cons and the white dock. So, I was like, nah, whatever. There you go. You should have said something, man. You saw I, I sent you that picture of the ones just sitting in the store. Brant found the stash. Yeah, the ones that they should have sent to us. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Thanks, Brant. Brant, yeah, you weren't charged shipping those. Somebody came after the fact and put a sign out there saying that it was a Switch Pro and asked you to buy it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Switch Pro said, here, buy it. They had heard your complaints and they came back and like, Brant, no, you're wrong. This is a Switch Pro. <laughs> that is... The worst Switch Pro I have ever heard of. <laughs> but you have heard of it. <laughs> Holy shit, always we're never going to get back to pirates. News. We're never going to get to this news. Yes, no, it's always back to pirates. Pirates of the Caribbean is like enthralled in, in my head. It's like I, I will casually uh, whip those references out in the middle of work and people just look at me and be like, what? And I'm like, it still holds up. That CG is still solid. I don't think they've. I'm like, I'm 100% maturing candidate on the Pirates lingo. I'll just, I'll sit there and just spout stuff out without thinking about it, so. It's in your programming? It it, it really is. I've seen so many, I've seen the first movie so many times, so. It's a classic. Okay, dear God, switch source code and creator payouts part of Massive Leak. The leak data also includes a Steam competitor. This came out October 6th, 2021, via Tom Warren at uh, The Verge. Uh, Twitch appears to have been hacked, leaking source code for the games, the company's streaming service, an unreleased Steam competitor from Amazon Game Studios, and details of creator payouts, including no podcast millions that we rake in. Upon An anonymous millions. Are how many? Upon millions. Millions upon millions. An anonymous poster on the 4chan messaging board has released a 125 gigabit torrent, which they claim includes the entirety of Twitch and its commit history. Dear God. Holy shit, you can just download every Saturn game. I'd rather do that instead of downloading all that information. So That's not even 125 gigs, gigs either. <laughs> Good God. Uh, Twitch has confirmed that it has suffered a data breach, and the company says it's working with urgency to understand the extent. The leak includes the following. Three years' worth of details regarding creator payouts on Twitch. That's got to be some interesting stuff. The entirety of Twitch.tv with commit history going back to its early beginnings. Source code Justin for the mobile. Just, yeah, I used to watch soccer games on Justin TV. Source I used to watch code Nickelodeon the- shows on Justin TV. It was just a video camera on somebody's Nickelodeon <laughs> I station. I was like, I don't have to pay for cable ever again. <laughs> Before NBC picked up, picked up um, Premier League stuff, it was on Sky Sports. And we never had a Sky Sports carrier over here unless you got some crazy uh, direct TV package or something. And that Justin TV feed was just a camera pointed at somebody's somebody who had the package. That's all it was. And I got to watch Liverpool matches. How much did Justin.tv make out of this? So do we find that out? Uh, that was a big deal. 
I'm sure he made big... his millions and got out. So yeah. probably not as much as uh, when Amazon bought them. So yeah, it's funny hearing the giant bomb guys talk about seeing that guy at E3 like walking around. He had the backpack on him. He's like, "Hey, I'm streaming. Look, it's you can pull up YouTube or you know you pull up this site and I'll be there. You can see your stuff right now." There was a time where we didn't have that. Brent, do you remember pre-YouTube days before you could just like search for a video and watch whatever? Yeah. I grew up in a very precarious time. I saw cell phones come around and yeah, the internet come around and we're a little bit older, but I think we're all within that same that same window. Caller ID became a thing. Yeah. Do you remember the bag phones, the bag cell phones? Oh, hell yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey man, at one point Not I started much over. I saw a rotary phone at one point, so. Yeah, we did too. With no zip code or no uh, area code. Remember that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just a seven-digit number. <laughs> I was pissed every time I had to go to nine. I'm like, damn it. And I had to go wait for that thing to go all the way around. It's like, who, who starts with a nine? <laughs> <laughs> and we had one too. We were we were uh, 914 at one point, uh, derivative of that. Oh, wow. Uh, code related to proprietary SDKs and internal AWS services used by Twitch. Source code for the mobile, desktop, and video game console Twitch clients. An unreleased Steam competitor from Amazon Game Studios, which is that's probably the most intriguing part of this to me, I think, besides the privacy. I mean, it's all a privacy breach, but the creator payouts probably didn't need to be public. Uh, data on other Twitch properties like IGDB and CurseForge and Twitch's internal security tools. Interesting. The leak is labeled as part one, suggesting there could be more to come. Video Game Chronicle reports that Twitch is aware of the breach, but the company has not yet informed its user base. And that was updated uh, later on, saying that they have confirmed that they suffered a major data breach. Uh, yeah. Uh, it doesn't affect us. We're not. <laughs> <laughs> Despite Cesar's bold claims and threats to lock us out of the Google Drive, we, yeah. we are not being paid out by Twitch. Oh, threats. Get out of here, man. Those are... Promises. promises, veiled promises, promises, promises. Uh, do, do we have any take on this? They're part of Amazon. Amazon doesn't have great practices. I don't. I just, uh, but they're part of Amazon Web Services. So yeah, thank, thanks, Bezos. Yeah. yeah, Bezos. If you weren't so busy sending William Shatner to <laughs> space, then maybe we could focus get off on... the penis rocket. Yeah, not, yeah, not yeah. your security. Not even, not even letting Shatner talk when he got back down there. Just kept spraying him with uh, champagne. He's like, shut up, take the champagne in the face. <laughs> As he's crying, he's in tears. He's like super emotional, and they're shooting champagne at a 90-year-old man. <laughs> Trying to ask yeah. him what he thought about it, and he's just spraying it on him. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, God. <laughs> Who planned this? <laughs> Maybe he did. Maybe he was like, listen, when I get back, don't give me a chance to do or say anything. I don't, I don't know what I'm going to feel or how I'm going to say. <laughs> Just spray me with champagne. It's constantly, I'd never want to be not showered in champagne. <laughs> That's all I ask for. As soon as I get on this man, I want champagne and I want Leonard Nimoy to meet me when uh when I land. They're like, sir, we we can do one of those. We we can't do the other. He's okay. not with us. Not I don't with know us if in. I would say that as you're trying to get back on Earth. That's uh. <laughs> I want to go see Leonard. What if what if you're in the thing <laughs> and he wants to go see all the? I mean. Oh, he's Joker's 90, man. He wants to. Yeah. Was he 90 or 80? I might he be is, off there. He's no, up. I think he is 90. I think he is 90. Hey, that might be your whole thing has been your popularity or your whole character has been based off the success of this franchise. Right. And you've lost some friends that were a big part of that. Would that not be a good way to go? You know, if it went bad and just. 
He's gone. He's he's amongst the stars. He's with holy shit. This thing got Doris Kelly. Uh, hey, I'm just I'm just thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. the dude's old man. That would have been. That, that that's been. all we need now. We're gonna have like some kind of uh somebody's gonna do a YouTube video on us why Richard Wish and William Shatner was dead in space. Yeah, Once William Shatner dead. Yeah. Watch the Southeast premiere video game podcast. Wish uh somebody's gonna first Star Trek captain. And then someone's gonna edit your voice like uh, William Shatner should die in space, and that's what it's gonna say. <laughs> to have you say that on there? <laughs> that's what we need. We we need some clickbaity, yeah. Um, yeah. Just and, like, and like well, TMZ you know, style video yeah. about us, like low no tier podcaster press, wishes right, death. Boy? Yeah, wishes death on William Shatner. Yeah, and you can't and argue. Then, it's like, well, he said that. I I might have edited the clips a little bit differently, but he this, you cannot deny he said those words. <laughs> we hope. <laughs> We hope William Shatner meets Leonard Nimoy and dies in space. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that turned into something else. <laughs> All right. We uh, may have an episode title. <laughs> God, no, no. It's dark. We're only 13 minutes in. Certainly we could top no, that. Certainly that's never going to be an episode title. It's horrible. I don't wish death on anybody. Die William <laughs> Shatner. That's what Die it is. In space. Space. <laughs> Go meet Leonard Nimoy. <laughs> Holy Champagne God. in the face. It's a hell of a way to die. Mm. Fitting though, right? Yeah. I guess. All right. That got that's our fight. <laughs> that got dark. Yeah. Uh someone discussed Microsoft's 20th anniversary for the Xbox and what they're doing to honor the the uh celebration. They doing things. Besides a refrigerator, which they is coming doing up. Things. They've given us these beautiful accessories. Oh, they are which, so sexy. Which I immediately, when the pre-orders went up for the controller, I uh, pre-ordered that. Oh, Brand jumped. I'm, <clears> proud, <throat> I'm proud of you, Brand. I thought That's, I was going to go there. Is, is I was going to be my daily out. driver. Is it, it, it is living its best translucent life, kind of like that uh, that Switch Pro controller. Oh, yeah. Good. We grew up in that era of the translucent uh, plastic controllers translucent and consoles. Is the best. Yes, it is sexy. If you if you haven't seen this, it's definitely leaning into the Xbox black and green thing that they've done from the very beginning. Yeah, so and it's got the green rubberized grips on the back, and it's it's beautiful. Yeah, like we're saying, it's it's kind of like that smoky translucent color. Uh, Richard just said it's it's the green grips on the back, and then the um, Xbox button itself is actually blacked out with the X through it is actually it's that bright green mm-hmm. and this uh it's like your standard uh let's they don't have the price on here they're what 69 70 yeah, i think it, i think it was 70 70 bucks yeah. uh, and and the controller actually um when you sync it up with the console it unlocks a special anniversary theme for the console oh. Brian, I might need to borrow your controller for one weekend <laughs> and get it back to you. <laughs> oh yeah, the controller costs sixty nine, yeah. uh, ninety nine, nice. uh, and then they also had released, uh, and and it's it's just the standard. It's not obviously with it sixty nine ninety nine. It's not like the elite controller or anything like that, which some people thought was odd. But honestly, I thought the other, um, the other edition was a little odd. Um, both of these launch November 15th of this year. And the other uh, accessory I'm alluding to is the 
uh, stereo headset. Stereo headset. But it's the wired stereo headset. Yeah. And Not the Bluetooth $100 one that I can't get to work on my Xbox for some reason. Yeah. And the the headset, the this headset is also at 69 which is nice. about 10 bucks. It's a 10 bucks more than the like standard wired uh, headset that they have. Um, I don't, uh, it's, it, it's got the same kind of coloring scheme and everything, but to me, I, uh, I thought about getting it. And then once I saw it was the wired one, I'm, eh, you know, if I'm going to jump on one, I think I'd go for the, the full three, the, the, uh, Bluetooth or just wireless option that they have. Okay. Where are we at on headsets? Cause Brant, I have the wireless one. And Cesar, you played that one when you played Halo Infinite with us. You were using that one. And I have had nothing but bad luck with them. I actually prefer, outside of that PlayStation, the Pulse one, with the uh, the actual plug-in dongle thing, mm-hmm. I've had bad luck with wireless headsets. I prefer really? plug-in. Yeah. And that's just my experience. Yeah. Like My daily driver for both PlayStation and Xbox is the Astro A10, which is like a plug-in, like $60 headset, $50 headset, I think, sometimes on sale. And I love I love that headset, and I use it for everything. Unless I want to do something with the 3D audio with the Pulse, and that's the only time I'll change it up. And I've I've just got to sit down, almost like we were troubleshooting the audio earlier today. I've just got to sit down and figure out what's wrong with that uh, Xbox headset. Because they make it seem like you just sync it up. Like you just add it to your Xbox, and that's it. And I've had nothing but bad luck with it, where people can't hear me, or I can't hear them, or... Something's just off, and I've just got to troubleshoot it, but I'm always trying to jump into a match of Halo or something like that, and I never have really have time to, to get down to it. Is that a is that a known issue? Do you, I mean, is that something you see a lot, or not it's that just I've, you? Not that I've encountered, and I've synced it to my PC, and, have, and I've had no issues. Like, I've used it as a headset in a previous role when I had to answer more calls than I do now. So that was uh, that's when I was using it before. But you, Seth, are you, you're using it? Yeah, he had no problems with Halo, and we heard him flawlessly. Like, yeah. it sounded it sounded perfect when we were playing Halo. Like, I'm right, I'm sitting right next to uh, Richard's right ear, just whispering in it. All right. You were. You actually were, though. You didn't even need the headset. I'm like, please take the fucking headset off. You're just right there in my right ear. Just talk to me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was like, I'm tired of the hot breath in my ear. Just stand back and talk normally. <laughs> Get your pop filter out. <laughs> You're spitting on me. <laughs> <laughs> oh but these are two really good looking accessories i resisted uh brand i'm very glad that you caved one of us oh one of us yeah had to cave. I, I saw that i was like man that that looks damn good i've got it i jumped the black and yeah. green is impressive yeah <clears throat> and it was I a little odd got... that that's the only way you can get that theme as well but i was like eh, it's worth it for the controller definitely console exclusive it'll come to other platforms <laughs> Six months. Give it six months. <laughs> It'll be out on Switch. We can have the exclusive wallpaper. The exclusive theme. No, I'm excited for this stuff. They're really leaning into uh, the 20th anniversary of the Xbox, which it doesn't seem like that long that it launched. Like, you know, we all remember when Xbox was the new kid on the block, mm-hmm. you know, and they picked up a bunch of the Sega stuff, and then they had Halo, and then they had Xbox Live, and it had a hard drive built in, and they just took off from there, and it it's wild that it's been 20 years, you know, it still kind of blows my mind to think about it, but they're really leaning into this anniversary. And we've noted that like Nintendo has let some major anniversaries come and go. 
And uh, even there, do they ever celebrate console anniversaries? Not Not like really. they do franchises, right? They did for what? Like we got our we got a big Kirby collection. We got the Mario stuff, the Game and Watch. We're getting some. We're getting a Zelda Game and Watch. They don't really, you know, it's not like hey, the NES launched 35 years ago. So it's kind of it's kind of cool to see this legacy built in. And they got a whole bunch of uh, we didn't put in this news, but they got a whole bunch of like gear, like hats and shirts and yeah. pins and all that kind of stuff on, on their store. I actually thought about. Cesar went Higante on us. I actually thought about getting the... Uh, I just stand here <laughs> silently and just take over the screen. They've actually got a really good-looking shirt that has all the logos on it from start to finish. It's like the first Xbox logo, then 360, then one, and then I guess it says Xbox Series at the bottom. But it's just in... And they're in green on a black T-shirt. It looks, it looks pretty damn good. <laughs> haven't been here for all the Xbox uh, systems as they launched. But that is your Xbox 20th anniversary collection. And like Brant said, you it's the only way you can get a dynamic background, <laughs> which I'm going to need to borrow that for a weekend. Oh, that's what Hopefully, I was getting to. Man. Uh, Amazon refurbished had one of those Space Jam controllers that everybody was trying to get a hold of. And it was the least tacky one. Like it, it has Warner Brothers on the very middle. But so I gambled on it. It was like $43 refurbished from Amazon. I was like, ah, let's give it a shot. It's a $43 controller. If it's bad, I'll just ship it back. That thing was brand new. I opened it. It was brand spanking new. They never used the batteries or anything. So then like four days later, they announced this 20th anniversary stuff. <laughs> and Russell's lighting me up. A uh, friend of the show, Russell, he's like, man, are you getting this? It looks great. Look at that green background. And then Brand's telling me he gets it. And I'm like, no, I just got the Space Jam one. I'm never using more than one you know, I use two at a time, three did, uh, times a year, possibly. Did Russell get one? Uh, he is trying to get the Halo stuff. I think that's what he's after is the Halo stuff, which I don't think, between us, uh, the Halo stuff looks worse than this 20th anniversary. That Yeah. This looks more Xbox-ish than the Halo ones. The, the controller looked better than the console, but honestly, mm-hmm. between the Master Chief controller and this controller, the 20th anniversary, uh, I... Yeah. I'd weigh. I'm gonna pick the 20th anniversary one every time. Because they did I mean, the, the the Halo I, controller I, has the the D pad is like his visor yeah. color, but it just it looks funky. I pre-ordered the 20th also, so it looks good, right? Like this is actually a legit. Y'all might talk me into one next time it comes up. I'm probably jumping. Damn you, which people. one, man? I don't know. <laughs> Damn you, people. Now you got a damn controller. You got to one up us. Now you got to get the headset and the controller. I already did. <laughs> Oh, damn. <laughs> I pre-ordered the headset as well. Oh, so that starts in for the headset. <laughs> I, I, just, put I just it, like headsets, man. I put it in my cart, and then I was like, uh, I don't know. It's good. It, it, it's uh, Brent, it sounds like the sounds I got off my PC was incredible, and that was the wireless yeah. one. I actually wouldn't be willing to get rid of the wireless one and keep this. I'd rather have the corded one and just plug it in and know it works. All right, I'm under the pressure that Renee is unreliable now. Uh, he's just randomly saying stuff, so at this point we can continue okay. to go. All right, can we boot him from the – I'm back <laughs> using my tablets. Uh, REM 2028, they broke up like three years ago. I'm still very <laughs> sad about it. And Everybody hurts, Richard. And it says, hi, man. Yes, yes night, night swimming with Brent. So <laughs> he's screaming Rim from uh, ReZero, and then he's going He-Man. Oh. I don't know what he's saying, Princess. So don't You don't bring up Rim. I'm still – 
still pissed off that nothing happened. Don't worry. No, I mean, you got another another story arc and then then everything be back to normal after that. So good. Uh, Cesar, do you need to leave us and head to the local Applebee's at this time? Is he? I think he's still in whatever <laughs> state he's in. Okay. So it would probably oh, we take know me, what state, we know what state he's in. That's why I'm asking. Do you need to go get him from Applebee's? It will probably take me 16 hours to reach to him. So oh, that's not the state I'm in. <laughs> no. It's okay. The staff will call the cops on him before uh, Cesar. Oh even. God! I don't remember. I don't remember where. We love oh, you, Renee. He says the current. He says the Crunchyroll VTuber. I don't know where he's at. I know he's in the um, the Midwest somewhere. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to go get him in the Midwest? I literally will Midwest. not be back for the rest of this uh, episode. So, oh man, poor it's name. Over there Look, at the Applebee's, don't you know? Oh, <laughs> there. I don't know. Maybe Renee will say in the chat where he's at. I don't. I don't remember what state he was in. So he's in the United Dakotas. One will wish Mega Dakota. Mega, Mega Dakota. Get out of here, United Dakotas. Mega Dakota, man. Get Mega Dakota. Right. Is it Mega Carolina? What do you do with the Carolinas? Oh, just the Carolinas. The yeah. Carolinas. Yeah. Okay. Like uh, like the Ohio State. Be like the Carolinas. <laughs> the U. <laughs> the U. All right. Uh, the Grand Theft Auto, the trilogy, the definitive edition. It is official. It is coming to Deep Breath. PlayStation 5, Xbox Series, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, PC, iOS, and Android. Due out in 2021 for consoles and PC. We've been talking about this. It feels like for months have we brought up this rumor. The worst kept yeah. secret in uh, gaming within the last two months. Yeah. Just about outside of, I think the last, one of the last big ones was like God of War Ragnarok. No, that's not the title. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just, I just want to know if there's 80s music in Vice City. That's all I care about. This is, that will be the do or die for me. Cesar is cutting straight to the lead. Where, where's the music licensing come in with this? Uh, Renee says he's in Minnesota. You want me to drive <laughs> Minnesota to get him? So I was spot on with the accent. <laughs> Brant was right there. How did Brant know? Spot on. Don't you know? <laughs> he's in Minnesota. Oh, shit. Uh, there was no Grand Theft Auto that took place in Minnesota, but according to Gamatsu, Rockstar Games has announced GTA, the trilogy, the definitive edition, will launch for PS5, blah, 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 followed by iOS and Android in the first half of 2021. So all those early ones or all those uh, previous console ones are going to be 2021. We don't have an exact date, and we don't have exact pricing, but someone did some data mining. It's not in the story, but someone saw it was like $79.99. Did y'all see that? I didn't go away with that. It should what? be $59.99. I wouldn't be surprised if it comes out in like two weeks, but I don't <laughs> want the Grand Theft Auto 3 of little music. But, I didn't um, even know this was playing. I'm like, oh, God, where is this coming from? This was good-ass music, though menu music from gta yeah, 3 they need they need to uh put out the set list to get everybody uh the tra- or the track list for each of these games just yeah. to kind of get if everybody gonna, anticipation if you're going to call this the definitive edition as much as the music started making these games after vice city because gta 3 had some good music but they didn't really lean into the licensing and that being part of the atmosphere and the you know, vice city if you haven't played it it's been out 20 years Mm-hmm. you're due or you've you've known someone who's played it or you've been surrounded by it on some some platform it's been available that you've been able to consume this and it was a landmark title even after the landmark title that was gta 3 because we had a protagonist that talked we had that god tier licensed music and that is really 
and San Andreas built on a lot of that stuff and it had a bunch of the early 90s and late 80s, you know, metal, um, hip hop. You had all kinds of stuff from that era and it will make and break those two games. So definitive edition. uh, You know, you can change the graphics, you can make it. They're saying it's going to be updated. You know, it's going to be true to what it was, but it's going to be updated graphically from the PS2. So I'm I'm hoping graphically this looks like it's supposed to, but uh, a key part of those games and this music stations and the uh, was it was Laszlo that was doing all the voices on a bunch of those things. It's, it, a lot of that is going to come down to do they get that? Do they nail that? Because so much time is spent in the car. You're in a car for missions and all that, and that you know it's easy to say okay, it's just music, it's just songs, whatever. And and there's a lot of people I guess that will play. You know, there's podcast games, right? There's games that people will put headsets on and just listen to something and, and play the game while they're plugging away. This is not one of those because you need the satire. You need the the crazy cutscenes, You need the wild um, uh, lead-ins and the commercials on the music and stuff. So that's it. Yeah, the, the, I, I the radio stations are just the biggest part is, uh, of the world building as anything else in that game, really. There's so much writing that went into those. They filled yeah. those DVD ROMs with with bits from the radio station and people that would call in and stuff. And it, it does eventually cycle. You start hearing the yeah. same things. You, you do you do get to that point, but you have to have those. And that that licensing deal was so huge. And GTA infamously over the past few years, especially with what was it GTA Four was the last big one, where they would have to release a yeah. patch that cuts out music. It takes out you know that license expired and it's just not in the game anymore. So we'll see more details to follow, right? I definitely want to see how this looks. Uh, I'm down for a physical copy of GTA Trilogy. These games uh, were formative for me. Uh, I didn't beat any of them, but just the the zeitgeist of what they were and when they came out and what they did for games and all that is they're they're landmark titles, like I said before. So it was always fun to just get in there, throw in the cheat code for you know infinite ammo or. A tank, a tank or yeah <laughs> we both just go tank. down the yeah go down the street and just yep. fuck shit up with that tank yep. the uh the infamous scandal with the prostitutes oh. where you could uh increase your health and then kill the prostitute and get your money back for three and then i was i was working retail during the hot coffee mod i had to uh, take our copies of san andreas and put that ao sticker on there i should have bought one of those sealed fuckers i have an ao copy but I've always I've remembered pulling those from the shelves and having to having to put that stuff on there. All right, so we'll see. There's gonna be some more details uh, coming up. The existing versions, I think this is key too. The existing versions of GTA 3, Vice City, and San Andreas will be m- removed from digital storefronts next week. So I think that's uh, very soon. This article came from Gamatsu and Sauramano, and that was October 8th. So. If for some reason you want those versions on Steam, go ahead and grab them. What else are they available on? Where else can you get those digital copies? Do you know? Is there anywhere um, besides Steam? iOS? I would say, yeah, <laughs> there's there's some on iOS, but the I, I know some of the iOS ports are um, kind of, uh, I think it's San Andreas, like, isn't that well received because it's kind of, just doesn't run right and sometimes doesn't run at the right speeds and certain other little things in there and isn't isn't the one that's on 360 like the android version too they just pointed uh, ported the 
iOS or Android version to there's a story behind one of those, or something. I, I hear people bitching about yeah specifically. I don't know the exact details, Brent, but I've heard that where people will say if you have if you have to play it on those consoles, get the original Xbox version and play that backwards compatible on 360. Mm-hmm. Don't get that 360 port. Something's wrong with that one. Yeah. Was the PS3 one the same thing? From that generation? I, I don't was, know. It was a port of that uh, Android one. That the PS3, PS3 one was as well? The PS3 and the 360 ones, yeah, those were reports of the Android port. So the, the definitive San Andreas is still the original PS2 and Xbox copies, right? Pretty much, yeah. That's yeah. Wild. That is wild. All right. Um, yes, I think they they did the, the PS2 emulator ports on PS4, so you can play those. Via the PS2 classics or something? No, remember when they were going through and doing those PS2 games? You can play Grand Theft Auto on PS4, the original trilogy. Those were um, those those are just emulated copies of the PS2 ISOs. Okay, it's not under the PS2 Classics banner. Mm-mm. I mean, oh. it's got full 1080p trophy support. It's just up on the upgraded emulator. So that one's gonna get pulled. That'll be one of the ones that get pulled. Uh, I don't know. It says all digital storefront, so we're guessing that one maybe. Yes. I don't know if you really care about having that version. There's no path to victory that they mentioned, right? So if you want that one distinctly, for some reason, maybe go grab those. I think I got one of those at some point. I mean, it was on sale pretty often. I mean, because they came out with an emulated version on PS3 also. So, I mean, it's been supported through uh, multiple generations. I just, I just think the separate physical copy they had on PS3 was uh, the Android port. But you could buy them. The PS2 on PS3 classics on there. Hey, people bitching about GTA 5. They're still t- selling us GTA 3 across all these <laughs> PlayStations. PS1's the only one you can't play GTA 3 on. <laughs> We'd love to play GTA 4, you know. Is that one going to be lost to time, you think? I um, mean, it's backwards compatible on the Xbox, so, I mean, it's... Yeah, true. Oh, us start doing a live fact check for us. I'm I'm certain I own it. I don't. Thank you. <laughs> you can continue. Don't wait on me. Don't wait on my account. Well, next up, I was gonna say the next three things are all Nintendo, I believe. Oh my god, I put Triology in there. Fuck. <laughs> yes, yes. Embrace the Triology. <laughs> GTA Fuck. Triology. PS5. And you know what it tells me? Like, are you sure you want this, or do you want Grand Theft Auto Five? And I was like, No, I don't want Grand Theft Auto Five. We thought you. No, did. you want you want Grand Theft Auto Five. Worry, we're putting this on next gen for you. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get another copy of it. I'm like, oh. this content's not available yet. Here's what you were looking for. Ah, shit. All right, hold on, man. Yeah, keep going. I, maybe they already took it down. I don't see anything on the previous Dang. one. Maybe I'm so, okay. This will be this will be news, live news. Maybe it's all a dream. Maybe maybe it's just a fever dream. It was all I, a dream I, in San Andreas. I, I just dreamt that these were available. <laughs> Somebody's like, no, he's full of shit, and this is never available. <laughs> I might have to actually boot up my console to see if it's on there. Dude, I seem it, to remember them. It. Yeah, I seem to remember them being released at least on PS4. I don't know what you mean by. I seem to remember them. <laughs> <laughs> where do we go from I was, there i was hoping it would play song and be like Is the technology oh, awesome do you remember <laughs> yeah the ai is taking over i don't even know what to do anymore all right um so 
We'll uh, we'll continue on. Cesar has uh, to know right now, so Brant, go ahead and uh, move this, along. Happening. Just continue. <laughs> this uh, this next part, uh, like I said, it's it's some Nintendo news. Uh, John Porter uh, of The Verge reporting uh, on the fact that some people were noticing in the uh, European Nintendo Direct when they were talking about the expansion pack plus or whatever. Uh, that for some the, of these for the old school games for yeah, Genesis for the, and 64. Yeah, for the Genesis and 64 games that they seem to be running slower. And when they compared them to other people's direct, they were definitely going slower. So they started asking some questions to see if uh, these are going to be the actual original games uh, for Europe, which run at 50 hertz right. instead of uh, Asia and um the US's and I guess Australia's uh 60 hertz. And uh all this is is that Nintendo actually did come out and say that the expansion pass can be played uh in 60 hertz English versions. Um they but you also uh the games will have the option to be played in the European PAL versions uh and different languages. So it's just that they're giving you the option um, to play in the original? I guess to play in the original. That, that My only thing was, like, I guess if you grew up with it at 50 hertz and you're used to it at 50 hertz. Oh, why would you but want to? If you have the option, play it at 60. Jesus. So this goes back to the old NTSC versus PAL format. So in yeah. standard definition, you had, was it NTSC? You had US, you had Japan, which were the same. They were 60 hertz. You had PAL, which was 50 hertz. Um, and there was a, it was like CCAM or something. There was one more, uh, format in there. I think it was like a German one, but it lost yeah, out. It was basically, odd duck. what was that? I said it was an odd duck. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, yeah. very, very rare to see it. Yeah. But they would run, so they would run 50 Hertz, but they would be higher resolution. So we had like 480i and 480p content and 240p content before that. They would get like 570p or something like that. It would be it would be slightly higher resolution, but those, you know, if you see those images on a CRT, there, they're they have they're letterboxed, like they have the bars across the top and bottom for the resolution differences. And it doesn't 50 hertz, 60 hertz. It doesn't sound like that big of a difference. Go play something that you're used to playing on an NTSC console, like a Mario Brothers or uh, Sonic. Uh, the original Sonic games or something like that, and you will notice a drastic difference. And I, I think that's a thing that's looked at. You know, people look at PAL games and what were PAL exclusives back then and things like that, and that, that 50 hertz, it's a different ball game. It's a totally different game in that in that region, in that format. So like Brant was saying, I don't know why you would want to go back to that unless it's just some weird nostalgia thing, but it is good that they are getting those cleaned up uh resolutions and frame rates because once we got to the hd era people decided on you know 1080 by was it Cesar, what's 1080p resolution 19 is 1920 by 1080 yep 1920 by 1080p yep so that's actual 1080p so that was like universally decided so plasmas lcds leds oleds once you got to that point they were all that same uh standard and that that started with like uh that was like PS2, PS2 and all that stuff ran at 60 hertz, right? You didn't have the weird shit with PS2 and Xbox and GameCube era. Yeah. 
it was yeah. only like 16 bit and 32 bit where you had the weird stuff. So they got there. Um, is there any uh, smoothness, responsiveness? That's the that's the major bits of it, right? Yeah. And some of those games, famously, they point out like uh, F Zero X run at the 60 frames per second, and that's still. Like frame rate in a game, I'm not a frame rate snob, I would say, but when a game runs fluidly, it it seems to be timeless. Like it's something that you could just pick up and play. Good art design and a solid frame rate will make a game timeless. And that's where you get, you know, so many classics from not so much six, not so much 64, but definitely GameCube, where you had great art styles and and solid frame rates. But, uh, you know, your classic 16-bit and, and like F-Zero X on N64. Cesar and I were playing that one. It was freaking awesome playing that game. It was so fast, so smooth, and it, it really took advantage of that hardware and ran at that proper frame rate and had the had the art style to match that frame rate so that it was enjoyable. So that's good for our European cousins. Cesar, do you have an update on Grand Theft Auto for all the PlayStations? Yeah, I have all three on, on PS4. But I'm trying to... I don't see them in the store anymore, so I, I don't know. I'm trying to... Uh-oh. You think they're gone, gone? I, they might be. All right. One of us who does not own all three needs to check their PlayStation store and see what they have. Yeah, I try... I'm, I, it's, you know, it's it's very dumb when I try to check it. Because it's like, you already have this. And I'm like, I don't... Let's want... say I should be able to just pull up this PlayStation app and see if it comes up. I think it's what Cesar checked first, but maybe because he owns it, it didn't pop up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it, it's weird because it, 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 it's like, you don't need this. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm trying to go through and... and <laughs> Thank you. I'm like, sure, yeah, thanks. Uh, okay, we're good on YouTube. Uh, Renee was saying something was messed up on YouTube. We're good. Uh, I, I don't know. I told him to reload it because I, I don't see any issues on my end with YouTube. So I was like, I don't know what to tell him. He said oh, we Skype. both on YouTube, so... Skype has an update. We're going to run that after the show and see if that fixes anything. Don't, don't, don't give our hopes up. I know, right? All right, Brant, is it your time yet? Is it your time to shine? Um, I think we're there. As I'm searching it, Regrettably. I see oh, GTA. Grand Theft Auto 5. Um, 4 through 2 1. Premium Edition, Grand Theft Auto 5, and Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Oh. Uh, Grand Theft Auto 5 Premium Edition whale shark card <laughs> the shark card uh yeah and then a bunch of the uh online bull shark cards and that's what i saw too so. and then Wait, it goes San Andreas into was different... an expansion it's not actual san andreas i don't know it it shows both of the arts like side by side i don't know if that was some kind of double pack but okay what is the test then vice city is that where you're gonna try to buy it doesn't even, I, I just I just typed in Grand Theft Auto and that's all that came up. Oh, that's your total search results? It doesn't yeah. give an option to even get to it. And I'm, that's what I'm trying to look at. I got it downloaded. I just loaded up Vice City. It should be able to let me go in the store. So, yeah, there's there's a double pack where it's Grand Theft Auto 5 and Grand Theft Auto San Andreas for 74.99. Why was that a double pack for and a PS2 game and a PS3, PS4, PS5 game? I don't know. Oh my god, they ported over the horrible load times too. I see that. I'm watching it in real time. <laughs> Copyright strike. No, we're streaming. We've always wanted to stream games. Cesar, you could just keep this angle and play games all day. I could and just keep looking at you guys as I play in the back end. Oh, there we go. Sure. Taking down. 
Oh, scandalous. Adult content. Do you think they would be on, like, PlayStation Plus? I would doubt that they would be on PlayStation Plus. Or not Plus, but PS Now. My God. That's a nightmare. I would assume the Xbox would load faster than that. That that uh aspect ratio is kind of funky too. That's weird. I, I wonder if they'll clean up the aspect ratio. I wonder if it'll be any different. Did you just get a trophy? No, so just something just updated. Okay, I was about to say if you got a trophy for Vice City, that'd be funny as hell. The year of our Lord, twenty twenty one. You're getting Vice City trophies. <laughs> I, I think I've unlocked a couple already for them. <laughs> All right, Brant, get us on to your Animal Crossing hour. It is time. Oh. Here we Why go. Break it down. Friday. Give us the Reader's, well, us the reader's I, Digest version. I think you were right. I guess they took it down from every um, digital store. That's crazy. Because I know people were just people were just panicking about the Steam one. They they clearly just said Steam, but I guess they went ahead and took it down from everything else. Why would people be worried about a PC one, the easiest one to download a bootleg copy of, right? Now now I can sell my, uh, my PlayStation account for millions of dollars with my Simpsons Arcade, my X-Men Arcade, my Grand Theft Auto 4 licenses. <laughs> And Flappy Bird. Yeah. And PT. Yep, I got PT on there still, yeah. Mm-hmm. Buy, my uh, Buy it. <laughs> all right. I guess I'll get on to this Animal Crossing news. So Animal Crossing is getting more DLC plus paid DLC uh, yes. November 5th. Oh, good day. Remember, remember. Don't forget. So they they went through first and talked about the next free DLC uh, that is coming up, uh, which consists of a lot of stuff. Um, it was a ton of shit in the update. SSR like flips through everything on his PS5. And what are you talking about? <laughs> this this podcast doesn't have video. This is strictly an audio. Uh, oh, video. we're definitely a video podcast. <laughs> Uh, so they're bringing back a, uh, a lot of characters from the previous, uh, iterations of Animal Crossing. Uh, so they have, uh, the coffee shop with, uh, Brewster. Um, they have, uh, Captain, the little frog dude that like ferries you oh, from yeah. island to island and yeah. sings songs. I'm going to be honest uh, with you, uh, Brent, I didn't watch any of this. I just couldn't. I have no interest in this. Well, Brant was on site. We do. We had our correspondent out. <laughs> uh, Katrina, the fortune teller, um, will appear on uh, Harv's Island, and uh, gyroids have returned. That was a gyroid. Yeah, where did these start? I remember it's these seeing weird these little things. wiggly dudes, and it's they like make a fire sounds. hydrant looking thing. Yeah, with a, it's like a cactar fire hydrant. Yeah, Final Fantasy. Um. When you hit them, they sing, right? Yeah. But um, they have, like, other other things, like K.K. Slider's going to have more songs. Yes, finally. Uh, well. I'm back for this. New hairdos. Uh, more items to buy. Uh, your house storage is now a little bit more than doubled. There's that's a big improvement, right? Like, I, yeah. I don't think I ever ran out of house storage, but I ran yeah. out of pocket storage. That was annoying. I, I played the game for 30 days. I, I don't know what's going to happen when I log back in there to see what what's happening. So gonna be everyone's mad dead. There's going to be nobody there. Everyone's dead. Everyone's dead. Just like oh William God. Shatner. 
I mean, if, if, if that's what it takes, oh, God, if that's what it takes, <laughs> it's for, for me not to play the game for two years to, to do some kind of, like, murder mystery thing. It comes in like, hey, hello, you unlocked our Knives Out version of it. And I'm like, all right, let's fucking go. That's interesting. Game yeah. of the year. <laughs> who done it? <laughs> Animal yeah, Crossing, who done it? I'm like the fucking uh, inspector Daniel Daniel Craig. I'm just trying to uh, figure out who did it. I'm just looking for whoever doesn't have an iPhone, because I know uh, if you have an iPhone, you can't murder people. So, You're Inspector Clouseau. Uh, I'll gosh, jump in I, more. Is that option in there? Can I jump back in? No. Is that, is that an option in there? For Let's a murder see. mystery? Or, yeah, for Animal Crossing. I, like, I log out. I, I don't go in for two years, and then log back in finally, and just, you're trying to figure out who murdered all these people. They've all killed each other. All the villagers. It's like five people alive, but like the the, the other ten are dead. You gotta figure out who done it. I'll play the shit out of that, man. Yeah, that's actually pretty <laughs> intriguing. All right, so there's a murder mystery. What I'm else sorry, is Brent, What else yeah. is in the DLC, Brent? There's uh, more hairstyles and uh, cooking. You'll oh, soon I'll be like able my to story cook better. food. Damn it, let's, go, let's go back to my story. <laughs> but oh, hairstyles and cooking. Well, well. There, there's there's all sorts of crap. The but but the next thing is. Is they're actually gonna have paid DLC, shit. Uh, which is twenty four ninety nine. Oh shit! Um, That's and the expansion, it is, right? Like the new Leaf expansion that they came out with. Yeah, but essentially, it looks, like, it looks like the Happy Home Designer stuff, right? Like, yeah, this is guests. Happy Happy Home Paradise, where you can, where you know, if if you are tired of playing games and not having like a job or anything, this you know. You can come life, home. Right? Yeah, you can. Game. Yeah, you can come home and Computer. get a job in the game and <laughs> stop working in real know, life and just work in the game. Design people's hat. How much does it pay? <laughs> you just, I don't know. It pays bills. <laughs> Somebody have to pay the shit out of me to play uh, Animal Crossing professionally. I don't know, man. You have, have to, to design people's dream homes um, for their vac or dream vacation homes. Uh, which there's a lot of different customizations, such as building uh, walls and p- pillars inside the home, uh, creating accent walls, and you're pretty much uh, only confined to the fact that they usually have certain items that they want in the house. I've only so, stopped listening after the parts that you said pillars of autumn. I'm still waiting. So Richard uh, will not be playing this at all because it's just like the point where he stopped, where the people need like three specific pieces of furniture. That broke it for me. That broke it for so, me. Yeah. How do uh, I get them here? You have to do this. And, uh, yeah, but how many people? You ended up getting like at least one person on the island, right? Didn't you? No, I had the two people that it started me off with when they tried to send the three people in, and I was given that shopping list of stuff, and it was like it was stuff I wasn't even interested in. I'm. You're going to make me get something for myself and I'm not interested in it. And you want me to do it to try to entice somebody else. Yeah, that's where I'm yeah. I was done. And that's the whole thing is you're designing all these houses for different people. And then you can even get your villagers involved and scan amiibos in to design for specific characters and all this stuff. So, so but somebody's there... going to like it, but it's I don't think it's for any of us. But they're not expanding the island. It's still the same small island, right? It's, I mean, they're no, not, they're this, not this takes, well, your island will stay the same. Okay. You will now travel to, like, different islands. This DLC takes place, like, on its own island. Is it like the then, dream thing they did? Kind of. Okay. So, And then when you, I, when you design for specific characters, it will take you to, like, completely different islands, basically. And you just have, like, a plot of land and a home. 
and you can design inside outside okay. based on what that character wants or likes i mean so is there a point in the game where i can just go to other islands and just annex it and just add it to my island nation i wish and Conquer we call it, it we'll call it animal crossing tropico and then i'll have cesar's Tropi- manifest destiny game oh god <laughs> god told me i could take this place that dodo's that dodo's plane turns into like a bomber <laughs> you're just like dropping bombs over islands. i'm sorry guys i make more interesting animal crossing games than animal crossing itself I'm it would be it more there. interesting that way I just like how we turn this into like Cesar and I are the kids in the class that hate math. And so we tune it out. But now Brant's presenting like the math problem and we all Brant, have to pay attention. Brant's looking at me like, <laughs> and I'm calling, up, Cesar, I'm calling, let me, let me finish. Let me finish. Brant's me like, let answers. me finish and then joke about it. Let me finish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not done with the equation. Like, let me, let me finish and you can make fun of it. Please let me let it stop. Please. <laughs> Brant's over here looking at me. Please let it stop. <laughs> so the people who are, Brant, was that all the was that all the update? Uh, essentially, the the next part of it actually goes into the next news thing, which I guess we can transition into. We'll, we'll time f- we'll time out real quick because I wanted yeah. to cover I wanted to cover this before we get to the paid tier of it. So you're an Animal Crossing person, or you were more so at one point than Cesar and I were. It yeah, seems I, like the- I played New Leaf and yeah. um, New Horizons. I I enjoyed them for a time. It seems like the consensus amongst Animal Crossing people is that this is a good expansion and this is good content. Do you agree with it, this as an addition? It's a lot. Yeah. Uh, so it's not for me and Cesar. Me and Cesar are going to make our jokes, but it does seem like it is good for Animal Crossing people. They that is It is something that they want. Yeah, I guess because the whole Guy thing is, is building and designing your own home building and designing your island for this for this specific iteration mm-hmm. so i guess yeah if, if that's your jam then yeah being able to do more of that for different characters and things might be exactly what you're looking for but to me it's i'm like at this point now like during covid it was completely different because you yeah. know i had a lot more time on my hands but lately it's like i'm playing what i need to play Right now, Animal Crossing, I keep, like, looking at all the stuff. That looks like a lot of work. Yeah. And that, you, I mean, I think you hit the nail on the head is that that hit at the right time. And people had a lot of downtime or they needed to distract themselves with something. And things are not as bad as they were. We're we're getting more of a grasp of figuring out what is going on. But it's not, I don't think it's hitting at the same zeitgeist that it would have before. That, or that it did before. I'm sorry. Yeah. And I totally agree. Yeah. Because, and, and I mean, they've added, like I said, it, it's, they're adding so many different features to, to what you can do with the home and designing it and customizing it. And they even said that once you do all these updates and, and things for all these other people, when you come back to your island, you can then do them on your own home. So you can completely kind of redesign your house as well yeah so but of course all that's going to be tethered to buying the expansion that worried me about it because i really didn't care my house was like i put i just put shit in it and i just (laughs) needed i only grew the house so i could put more shit in the house right and i didn't really care the feng shui and all that kind of stuff it didn't i wasn't going for pieces or anything i just i had a design to each room and i had fun with it okay like this is i had a space room and my my basement was like a game room. I had all the, like the arcade cabinets in there, and I downloaded like all these different 
like uh, pictures and stuff that I could uh, put on the wall. So I've got like Sonic on the wall and Shantae and all these different cool little things up on the wall in the game room. So you dove into it, and I would yeah. never get to that level. My, if you look at mine now, it's just random shit. Plop down in different corners and places and all that. I had my bed that you have to have and <laughs> whatever those things were. But once it got to that point where I was like, people were going to come inspect my house, I was like, eh, I'm not. That's not what I play this game for. This ain't happening. Well, if I did want that DLC, what's a good way for me to get that? Brand? Well, as mentioned before, this is $24.99, uh, and it pre-orders go up in, I think, a week or two? I think in, in two weeks. Yeah, digital pre-orders go up in about two weeks. It's only uh, toward digital? The, uh, yeah, toward the end of uh, October here. And But they did announce that it will be a part of the Expansion Pass Plus. Mm. Along with those Nintendo 64 and Genesis games, which is interesting. Maybe they will continue to do this. It's going to be odd if that's all they add to it. And to the Nintendo Switch Online offering? Yeah. Well, I know they're looking at the numbers, and they clearly know that everyone who bought a Switch also has a copy of Animal Crossing. So Obviously. Just, they just go hand in hand. Because they sold 100 million copies of yeah. Animal Crossing. Everybody has a Switch. Everybody that has a Switch has Animal Crossing and Mario Kart. They know that. I think that's accurate. Everyone that I know, well, I don't think Friend of the Show Russell has Animal Crossing, but I know everyone has Mario Kart for sure. And Mario Party, Cesar's game of the year. <laughs> I don't have the first one, but I do have the Super You don't have what? You don't have the the first one that came out? I think your audio might have switched, or you're just—it's the I'm fact that you're farther away. Far I there he is. There he is. Take this off, and then I can speak back as far as I want. So. Gotcha. You have the—you have the Super Mario Party. You don't have the—or you don't have the Super Mario Party. You're getting the Mario Party All Stars. That's correct. Is that what this one's called? Superstars. Superstars. Right. I think it's Superstars. All Star Superstars. 3D. 3D All Star Superstars. <laughs> but they—they they did announce that. Uh, you know, it is going to be a part of that expansion pack. That expansion pack is coming to us uh, the 25th of this month uh, here in October. And they announced pricing. Um, most people kind of thought that we were going to go from 20 bucks to about 30 bucks. That's what we predicted. What uh, is it, Brant? It's less than that. It's 25 No, it is a whole $50 a year or... Oh gosh, the article you—the article you linked. Okay, there it is. Uh, Seventy-nine for the uh, family plan, which is up to eight months. users. Yeah, damn, that's pretty good. Why don't we all split? that? I was that? about to say we all just probably <laughs> should split that. Pitch that in. Put that in our no podcast dues. <laughs> um, which, how do we... uh, I think the internet all uh, at the same time let out a, a pretty big groan at that. Okay. All right. So what's everybody's hot takes or do you want me to lead off? Go ahead, sir. It's all you. All right. So at first I was like, yeah, that's way too much. I don't know. It's just some 64 games and things like that. But then I think about the subscriptions I have and what I pay for and what I dabble in and 
spin free time on and that kind of thing. And that breaks to the $50 breaks down to $4 and 16 cents a month. I think something like that. So it's less than $5 a month, which is less than Hulu or any, any of those other low tier subscriptions. I think my other lowest one is like YouTube premium, which is seven bucks. So I don't know that this subscription not being an animal crossing player, I could see this being a, a huge boost for someone who is an animal crossing player. But as someone who is not an Animal Crossing player, uh, I'm not rushing out to get this day one because I, again, we're di- we're a different audience than the majority, maybe the majority of the gaming internet. I don't know who that consists of or what that audience is, but we all have access to these games still. Like we're not, we can all play this on original hardware or some sort of very good emulator at this point. And is that worth carrying that subscription through when I'm not I'm not playing online. I'm not going on Splatoon. I'm not playing Mario Kart all the time like I am a Halo or like I was supposed to play Far Cry with Cesar and never did. It's I'm just not getting online like that on this console. I do dabble in the Nintendo Switch online every once in a while just to just to fire something up and have that that uh what is it? Uh home cooking style, you know, all right, let me play Super Mario World for 30 minutes. So I just I don't know if I have that for these 64 titles that they've announced. I will keep an eye on what they're going to announce and see what's coming up and see if they do anything cool with it. Or if, you know, hey, I might decide at the end of this conversation, you guys are both getting it. We want to play Mario Kart 64 or my brother, who I grew up playing Mario Kart 64 with, decides to get it. And I'm like, okay, that's it. That's that'll be what it's worth for me is to play Mario Kart 64 online with people. You know, even if we do it like once a month or once every couple months, then that that will validate that for me. But I think it's kind of different for everybody. What do you guys think? Um, I think they're the frequency at which they update the expansion pass has to be up there. And it's but, and history and says that does not is not going to happen. Yeah, they started right? doing that where they were. What was it like once every couple of months they were adding a adding some games i feel like it's about every six weeks or so we were getting an update a substantial update let me add that yeah and then they completely went back on that and they said okay we're going to be doing these a little bit more sporadically Mm -hmm. and we'd get a few here and there and when we did get them it was like what games are these where'd you get these from um no one asked for this (laughs) yeah they're gonna have to pull some some good some good games um what what else outside of that original lineup that they announced? And they've already said, what is the second round? Like Majora's Mask and F-Zero. What else are they missing? And you're going to have to send in punishment um, there day one. That was always this elusive title. Uh, Smash, uh, Perfect Dark, uh, GoldenEye. Um, Quest 64. Yeah. <laughs> Quest 64. Let's start thinking for chiming in with that. <laughs> it's the content we crave. No, the- uh, I mean, Rare, Rare has some amazing games so i think about things that are one of the best 2d platformers i played on there was uh, mischief makers mischief makers that's a deep cut ogre battle ogre battle 64 is kind of locked on that console i think maybe it was on the wii virtual console but we can't get to that it was also on uh wii u as well okay all right so that is actually still i bought it multiple times i'm tired of buying it (laughs) i still have a box copy of uh with box instructions oh shit yeah was it uh clay fighter the sculptor's cut, the blockbuster yeah. one. Yeah. But again, I have all these on a flash card that I can play on original hardware anytime. 
Yeah. But that's we're different from other people, so I don't I just this doesn't check out for us. That's not to say we're poo pooing on everything that this entails. I think it's a good value, especially if you're an Animal Crossing fan. But I'm just not so sure so sure about those games. But then again, when Nintendo Switch Online first launched, Cesar and I dove into wrestling on NES at one point <laughs> and played like six hours of wrestling one time. So you never know what's going to pop up out of that library when you just fire something up. Cesar, what's your take? What are your uh, thoughts on the increased price value proposition? Uh, I don't know, man. I just oh Genesis games too. We've only been talking about sixty four games, but to uh to each your own. However, you decide you value them. So everybody's different. So do you feel like you're gonna upgrade as soon as it goes live? Um, I don't know. If I decide, I get like a wild hair, and I just want to fuck around with it instead of having to go through and go through 85 different devices to play one game or yeah so i mean it's already on that device i can take it with me portable portable uh, you got portable ocarina of time that's that's a value proposition in and of itself and i don't have to bring i don't have to bring my 3ds with me to play it you know it's it's less stuff i gotta carry with it so yeah we all paid 40 40 bucks for it right off the rip when it came out on 3ds what 10 years ago i think it's like 10 years ago and two months ago we it's a retro game now ocarina of time 3d but it'd be cool for me to i mean i wish they put like hybrid heaven on there man i'm playing me some hybrid heaven i'll play some one back but i want hybrid heaven yeah win back is good maybe these are some deep cuts maybe we do get that like where we kind of look at the nes and super nintendo library and we see what they're adding and it's like eh, the 64 might be a more prime example of getting titles like that that are not necessarily like at the forefront it may be a better selection than we would get from uh, N64 Mini. Now, to make the argument like Bram made previously when they announced all this stuff, it's like, you know, the Genesis had uh, numerous amounts of collections before, so... Right. Um, I'm I'm trying to think, was there anything on that Genesis side that was unique? I think there was like Bloodlines. Castlevania Bloodlines was like the only thing that isn't on a lot of collections. And uh, I know the three of us the three of us have that Castlevania collection already on at yeah. least Switch and probably PS4. All of us. Yeah. I, I, I bought a I I copy on Xbox. Too. When it was like four bucks, I went ahead and bought it. I bought it on PC. I have it I have it everywhere. So Yeah. I'm I'm trying now, to think would, of something like oh there was shit. something else. Like Brand there was one game. That would have been a game. good get last year, maybe, or two years ago, but now that Bloodlines is kinda out there everywhere, it's it's kinda lost that luster, right? And that's not its fault, but when you're looking at that value proposition and where can I play these games or where can I consume this content, it's it's not there, I don't think. Yeah. Well, I mean, there wasn't can, a big one, Cesar. I don't think. Yeah, because there I mean, was something you, on there that you was. Can, you can get that collection. I mean, you can still get that Castlevania collection on Switch. So I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I'm there's looking. No, there's no Toe Jam and Earl in that Genesis collection too. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing on here that on the Genesis side that was you you know outside of you can get in that Genesis collection is also on Switch. So yeah. I mean. I mean, you had. I mean, I mean, and that's Contra twenty Hardcore, bucks. Twenty bucks Contra, by itself. The Contra Hard Corps was on the Contra collection, so I mean, yeah. I can't. I'm looking at. It, I mean, I mean, Gunstar Heroes is good. Uh, I, you know, I take that back. Strider probably the only one. That's the <laughs> one. Strider. That's the one. That mm-hmm. Strider was the one we talked about. Yeah. I mean, unless you still, I still have my PS1 copy of Strider 2, which came with Strider. So. The Genesis port. Yeah. So I mean. Unless you got that one, I mean, I, there's not many 
ported versions of Strider out there. So yeah, that one's kind of locked on those two consoles. So that is a good example. But, Outside of what the virtual console when it came on Wii. So, but it never went on the the Wii U virtual console. So it's been gone for a while. So a Strider, your value proposition. You know, these are the things you have to weigh. Like when I go to consume this content, if this is something I want to fire up, is this is this going to be where I think it is? I don't know, and then you know we got the Sonic coming on there, but then we got a dedicated Sonic collection coming out next year. I mean, I don't yep. know, it's, I mean, I, I, mean I, I think I think your I think your your bread and butter is going to be the sixty four one. Um, out of this, out of everything, nothing against the Genesis one. It's cool you got the Genesis yeah. one on there, uh, but I think your bread and butter will be the sixty four one. I mean, I, I think Win Back is a big one out of all the, those ones outside of the you know very exclusive audience though. That's not a big. That's not a headliner. That's not Animal Crossing DLC headliner. You know. That is yeah, for us. It's something intriguing, but even at that, it's kind of a niche. I just I think I, they would have had a bigger, a, a better reception if it was like the Game Boy and Game Boy Color stuff too. Because Genesis is just kind of oddball to have in there. I mean, it's cool that it's it was. there. That threw everybody for a loop. But we we don't have anything Game Boy Game Boy Color, and a lot of those games we haven't seen remasters or uh, okay. releases. Okay, I wouldn't would be surprised if we get it. I wouldn't be surprised if we get those. I, I I bet if this thing doesn't take off, they'll they'll throw those in there. All I'm right. sure there's working stuff on there. I'm gonna bridge off of that on both of y'all's points. If it's not the Genesis, let's say that Genesis was never announced. This was never gonna be a thing. We're not gonna get the bastard three button controller or nothing. <laughs> it was Game Boy right off the rip. Was this and it was it was the popular titles. It was okay. Uh, Pokemans, it was Zeldas, it was Mario's, it was Metroid 2, it was the puzzle collections, the uh, was it um, Game and Watch puzzle collections that were really cool, the redone ones. It was Donkey Kong 94. Would y'all lean more towards yes if it was Game Boy versus Genesis? Is that the is that the difference in the value proposition? No. For for me, no. a, a little. I mean, there's I've got so many ways to play all those Genesis titles at the moment. Game Boy. No, Game Boy. Genesis is but, gone. They didn't announce no, I'm the just, Game Boy. I'm just saying that like, yeah. I've got so many ways to play those Genesis titles that right now I'm more on the I'm going to wait and see what they add maybe in the next month or two to that to that service. Right, because they haven't before, taken any away. Right? So you're, yeah. you're not at risk of missing out on content. But if it was what we're talking about uh, in, a, in a perfect world, uh, I would be leaning more uh, more toward, uh, you know, I just renewed the the membership, you know. They're going to give me a prorated price anyway, so. That's true. Mine just went up in September as well. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll wait and see. There will be more news coming up, I'm, I'm sure. Let's wrap this up. Uh, we got two more stories. The Xbox Series X mini fridge that was uh, announced, teased. Sent to influencers. I think they got a full size one, right? They got full size. <laughs> that thing looked awesome. I think we talked about the mini fridge at one point. Yeah, but now it's it was, official. It was part of. It was part of some presentation. Yeah, this, yeah they, they they showed it off. You're right. They showed it off, and then they confirmed afterwards that they were making them. And this is just a confirmation of when they're coming out. So yeah, this is actually official. Pre-orders are coming open soon. Uh, it's going to cost ninety nine dollars, and the pre-orders go up October nineteenth, twenty twenty one, this year. Not last year's news, like Brant tried to put in our news feed <laughs> after Cesar locked both of us out of Google Drive. And it is a Target exclusive, so you can get your 12 can. I think it holds 12, 12, 12 ounces. Yes. Uh, I might I'd actually love to be, have one of these. 
I'm actually going for this too. <laughs> I'll probably get one of these and put in my game area. <laughs> I'll put it. I'll put a little beer fridge in the room next to the room with the beer fridge. <laughs> it does look cool though, and a hundred dollars is not a is not an impossible ask. Yeah. If it's a if it's a solid device. Some well, of them. Said, uh, when they said a hundred, uh, I was like, that's cheap. That yeah. thing's gonna be a monster to try to get. That thing's gonna be flooded. Probably. You think so? With all yeah. the scalpers this year and. It's gonna be it, it, damn it's gonna impossible. Be it is gonna be bad. You're gonna have to Prepare be to start seeing the right time. Yeah. Relisted for two fifty. So stupid. Who does that? We are the best Everyone. industry at sometimes, and we are the absolute worst industry at sometimes. Maybe they'll open it to red card people at first, and I'll I'll, I'll jump to the top Sna- line. Yeah. Snatch up a few. Yeah. I'll, I'll hook y'all up. That's why. That's why they didn't do um do it through Best Buy because they didn't put it behind that two hundred dollar paywall. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> okay, so what Cesar is referring to is the fact that <laughs> $200 refrigerator paywall. Best $200 Buy. $200 get a $100 refrigerator. Best Buy is, uh, they announced that they're going to be uh, allowing people to get some of the current gen consoles that are hard to get, but only if they're members of the... What's that program called? Uh, Total Tech, I believe. To- yeah, Total Tech, which, yeah. The membership is not cheap. It's $200 for a year, but it gives you, like, Ultimate Geek Squad support, and it puts you in the top of the queue for PS5s. And so it's like a... Are we supposed to use the term scalper? I've always used the term scalper. <laughs> yeah. Someone, someone who buys... Resellers. A reseller. It's like a reseller slash scalper's pass, right? <laughs> so yeah. what's to stop somebody from spending two hundred dollars to get this and start flipping shit? Encoding overloaded. That's weird. Uh, everything looks fine so far. Something's bogging out here though. It doesn't say anything's not keeping up here. Oh, I'm just getting weird OBS errors. That's all it is. Ah, uh, so no, I'm assuming no one has bought the Best Buy Super Deluxe uh, customer pass, the Fast Pass oh. for Best Buy. <laughs> I don't know. I think we need to upgrade, okay, Xbox Series X mini fridge notwithstanding. We actually need to upgrade our refrigerator. So if it includes, like, Holloway or some sort of feature that overrides the $200, I might, I might jump. I mean... I'll, sh- I'll share my credentials with y'all. Y'all can use my tech, my tech fast pass. So what, what did they say? They said, you know, the average price for people who are playing scalpers for consoles now, they dropped a little bit. I think they said it was, like, 700 bucks. So, I mean, even if you pay the extra $200, you get a guarantee that you can at least get a PS5. I guess you get more out of paying the extra $200 at Best Buy than just paying a one-time $700. I mean, you at least get all that extra stuff for a year, even though you may never use it. I was about to say, do you think you're never going to use that $200 ever again? You're just going to one-time get a PS5 and that's it? Is that? I mean, that's what Best Buy is banking on, right? Yeah, but then, you know, they have, you know, what if something else comes out? Because they're supposed to give you exclusive first-time offers on other stuff. So, I mean, it's all a bunch of what-ifs. So, I mean, if you end up using it on something else you really want that's hard to get, then I guess at that point it might be worth it. I don't know. You're taking a gamble. But I don't, need te- I don't need tech support. I don't need Geek Squad tech support. I can do my own stuff like that. Correct. Uh, the cool stuff is if you buy products from Best Buy, I think they sent on there, you can they'll do, like, the installs either for free or, or a lower rate. So if you don't want to sit there and, and mount your TV on a on a chimney wall, then sure, you know. Or if you're gonna if you're a solid early adopter. So if I know in the next year I'm gonna get I need a PS5, I'd like a Series X or a Series S, 
I'm going to get one of the new MacBooks. Uh, I'd like to be at the top for a new iPhone. Maybe that is worth, you know, knowing that you're included in that list, right? It's still weird territory. Back in my day, we used to go camp outside the store we wanted to get the item from. <laughs> we played PSP. Gosh. <laughs> I remember uh, sitting outside of GameStops or gosh, Toys R Us to get certain amiibos or games or whatever, you know? What's the last thing you waited outside for and, and received? Or pre-ordered. I guess we'll do or pre-ordered. I think it was I think it was some kind of amiibo for real. Amiibo. When when they were when they were big. When they first started. Yeah. Speaking of which, and I'm I'm not going to side rail this uh, conversation, but I got the Metroid Dread two pack right, and they still advertise 3DS compatibility on the back. I'm like, really? When are we going to let this little graphic go? Maybe some people are using it for 3DS stuff. Maybe. Oh. So sorry, do you know what you stood in line for? Uh, I think the last thing was uh, with you, GameStop, and Jonesboro Road, and it was the Destiny. Yeah, I remember because I went to, I had to go to work the next day, and I was tired. And you guys took the night off, so we did the, the Destiny launch. Yes, we did. I, we I did remember, Battlefront too. I remember you made a comment. And you were like, all right, I got to go pee over here. Keep a lookout for somebody. And then somebody drove down that aisle anyways. And I was like. I did. I publicly urinated. I'll admit to that. Uh, <laughs> we're we're past, the, past the realm of responsibility or whatever the term is. Liability. I remember doing uh, Gears of War 3. I got that at midnight. That was a fun one. There was a bunch of people out there. A uh, friend of the show, Charles, got the Gears of War 3 console and all the extra stuff that came with that. And the switch, that's where I met a friend of the show, McLeod, helped us launch the podcast. Uh, he was first in line to pre-order the switch, and I was number two. And I infamously have a picture of him as I took it uh, walking up to the store like, some fucker beat me. Who is this guy? And just got to talking with him in line and uh, became friends. And he was part of the podcast with us for quite some time. So those are two highlights for me. All right, let's wrap up news and get to games played. I don't have a ton of games played, so maybe that helps flesh out the news. <laughs> I know, Brent, you might have the bigger section out of all of us. Uh, wrapping up news, G4 uh, is going to be relaunching. This comes from Sci-Fi Wire. Relaunching November 16th after a seven-year hiatus. That seems weird. It's only been gone seven years? Seven years is a long time. That yeah, seems like I guess so. Seven-year itch for G4. Um, Sci-Fi Wire notes TV will never be the same again after delighting Comic-Con fans last year with the surprise news that they'll be coming back. G4 has finally revealed the revived network's long-awaited debut date. So they've been doing stuff on YouTube and kind of hot takes and uh, Sessler's been out there and some of the well, Kevin Piera, I think his name is, <coughs> some of the G4 people. And uh, so it's going to come out November 16th and it's going to be on... I thought it was in here. I don't see it. I don't see it. Uh, the shows coming back are Attack of the Show and X-Play, which to me was G4. Those were the two big ones. Bring back Code Monkeys. Code Monkeys. You cowards. I loved X-Play, man. Adam Sessler and X-Play was... It was so good. Yeah. That was the first... That was like the pre-Giant Bomb. That was the first thing that I saw that was like, 
uh, games coverage can be different. It, it can be more than just, you know, reading a paragraph and stuff like that, where they had their own personalities and their own spins on, on coverage and news and things like that. And it was all well-produced and Morgan Webb and Adam Sessler are incredible. Um, I do not see the channel. I thought it was in here. Scrolling, scrolling. Ah, it will also stream on Philo. Uh, it's going to be part of the channel lineup for current Verizon Fios, Cox, and Xfinity TV subscribers. There's also a new multi-year collaboration with Twitch that will roll out online content via GeForce official Twitch channel. And the network says it will continue to create channel-specific content across its social media platforms and YouTube as things get rolling. Uh, so Renee, Renee wants to know what happened to uh, Dead Space. He wanted me to mention that. I stopped my Dead Space playthrough. I got to a difficult part with the turret. I think I talked about that where I was like running across this open area with the asteroids hitting me. And I jumped in a turret and the asteroids were coming at me and I had to take them out. And I died very quickly. And I don't think it was anywhere near the end of the sequence. And I put it down. I have not gone back to it. The fun stopped for me. I need to go back to it. But uh, at that point, I was like, yeah, I think I'm good right now. Renee, you have to remember, Richard rarely finishes games. Very rarely. It's it's a major milestone when he beats a game. It is a milestone and a masterpiece. And Dead Space is damn good. But I got to that asteroid part, and, uh, and I'm like this with certain games where if it doesn't respect my time, I'm like, I don't know about this. <laughs> so, he, says, uh, he says, don't you dare give up. I won't. I will go back to Dead Space. Dead Space is really, really good. I, I enjoyed every bit of it, and it was always diff- something different, and uh, that bit particularly pissed me off, and I was like, nope. Thank you. Thank you. I've seen what you have here. I might come back to you. All right. Uh, are we on to games played then? And it's yeah. not Dead Space for me? <laughs> <laughs> I know Brant's going to take up a big bit of this. Um, I started Circle of the Moon the on the Castlevania Advance Collection. Uh, I'm not that far into that. Um, good-ass music. It does seem like a... You know, there was an era of games where we would get a portable... Or we'd get a console game, and then we'd get the portable game that came out alongside of it. And it was like, okay, this is like a condensed version of... And I think the Game Boy Super Nintendo was a good era of that, because we, it was a lot of side-scrollers, right? That's what I think of. And this seems like a companion to Symphony of the Night when you relate the hardware together. So I know they would end up doing more with the hardware, but it definitely feels like a, here's the portable Symphony of the Night, and this is what we could do with this hardware and this screen and such. So I'm not far into it, maybe an hour. Um, Like, I don't think I've gotten any major weapons or anything. I'm just kind of fleshing out the map. You know how you get a Metroidvania, Brant, you're probably going to flesh on that. You start. You just start filling out the map. You know where can I go? What's stopping me? What What am I probably going to need to open this door? That kind of thing. Uh, music sounds good. Presentation's great. I forgot that was an M2 joint. They did a damn good job on that, on that uh, port and everything. Uh, I've fiddled around with the. You can change your region on the uh, Castlevania Advance Collection. Uh, Cesar had shown me when you change it to Europe, it just says Circle of the Moon's just called Castlevania. It's just like here it is, just Castlevania. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. We're back to the roots. It's just Castlevania. It's funny how they keep doing that because we got the 64 one. Is, it's just Castlevania. People call it Castlevania 64, but it's just Castlevania when you look at the cart. So it's funny that it picked up that moniker, but not that far into that. And uh, I played more Master Chief Collection since Infinite's not out. We're back on Master Chief Collection. So it's just more of um, Halo 1, basically. 
They've added, so there's a new season out, it's season eight, and it's mostly armor and such for like Halo 3 and Reach, which we don't play. So I'm just unlocking stuff that I'm not going to use, but it's still fun to go through the normal progression of what we do and, and still unlock that stuff. And it's crazy to me, like I thought this last update was kind of a big deal where they changed. Uh, the big thing that I, I noticed was in the Halo 1 multiplayer maps, the portals were different. So, you know, you go through like the green shimmery door and it, it ports you to somewhere else. So in this last season, that animation and everything was totally different. It was like, okay, they changed that. I wouldn't think they would change that part of this old ass game. So in this one, uh, your flamethrower, this new season, the flamethrower has like a dial on it. So when you're cranking flames out of that flamethrower, it'll actually show you how much flame you have left in that tank instead of having to look over to the side. So they're just, there's like random stuff that they add that they're improving on this game that came out. I think it was ported to PC in like 2002, 2003. So they're just still, even though it's just a season update and they could just be adding cosmetics and things like that. It's like all new stuff that's in the game. It's bizarre. Uh, The health meter, the health bar at the top, the famous halo, you know, you got your shield that winds down and then you start losing health. Now, instead of it being like a flat graphic, it actually has a shadow around it. So it's it's a little bit easier to see up in the top corner. And I guess I play so much. It's these updates that I notice, like these small cosmetic things. But it's just odd that, you know, you would think they would update it and it would just be their update to get you to, you know, spend more time in it to upgrade these things. And it's it's like actual improvements to the game. So I uh, still got booted from a game and got a ban when I didn't even quit. And I just I got booted and I'm trying to launch back into a game now and it says I have to wait like five minutes and so that's still that's still aggravating. It makes me a little nervous for Infinite. Um, we got those random bands in Infinite. I think Brant was the main. I won't say offender. All three, but, all three of us got a ban at yeah. one point in time. Yeah, so I I hate to see that and I wish there was a. Almost wish there was a review button. Like, you know, if if whatever you did to trip the ban, if you could say, if you know, if you could launch back in and says, hey, you've been banned, you're banned for dropping a match until 5.30 p.m. If you could say it was an error and submit that and let, you know, somebody review it or something, whatever tripped to cause that ban, if they can look at it and see what happened to you at that time, you know, I obviously didn't pull up my menu. I didn't hit quit. I was winning. I wasn't losing. Why would I quit the match? You know, just something that they could put together yeah. to stop you from getting that ban hammer. Because it can really, you know, and and this specifically was in a lunch break. So you're talking about an hour and all of a sudden I got kicked from a game that I can't finish. And my friend who has committed to this out, this one specific hour that I have in the middle of the day with me, he's got to finish a match without me. And then when he's done, I've still got five minutes left that I can't. You know, we're just sitting there looking at the clock with each other. So I hope they, I hope they, whatever that is. I don't know if that's net code. I don't know if that's, I don't know what that is. I'm not a genius. I'm not a 343 Industries person. But whatever that is, I would love, that's my biggest complaint with Halo, (laughs) old and new apparently. But if they could fix that, man, it's a, it's a, it's a seamless experience for, for friends and for getting online. But those are my games played. I did not fire up uh, the dreaded Metroid. <laughs> you didn't do the. You didn't play through the Halo Two. I was curious what you thought the changes were like. I did not play through Halo Two either. Just Halo Uno. Are you talking about what Halo are you speaking of? Uh, with the season eight update and the Halo Two changes. 
I have not touched those. Did they change anything major? I changed everything. It's a completely looking different game. Seriously? Yeah. They. Uh, I was reading an article about it. Apparently, the original Halo 2 port on the Master Chief Collection was based off the Vista coding, and the coloring was wrong for the original console, and they went really? back and, and redid everything. It looks completely different, yeah. Campaign and multiplayer? Yeah. Yeah, really? You see, better, you see better shadows, clouds. Somebody did it on YouTube where they showed the differences, and it's, it's oh shit. Yeah, it's, Halo Two looks completely different. Interesting. Uh, I did see in the patch notes that that's the major part. I've never heard of that, so sorry, I gotta check that out. Uh, in the patch notes, they said that there's now a custom browser for match types. So if we don't want to do Fiesta or something like that, we can just do muskets, and apparently we can just queue those up in a custom games browser. Which they've been teasing for quite some time. So, damn, I'm excited now. All right, I'm gonna y'all finish the podcast. I'm gonna go check out Halo Two and see what these see what these improvements are. Do it, man. Been playing this game forever. I want to see what it looks like now. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know, man. I didn't do much. Um, it was a slow week for me. I think I I I, I ended up watching seventy eight episodes of Fate Stay Night and in three movies. Jesus. Uh, but outside what I what outside of watching that it was probably the two hours I played in Far Cry Six. I was about to say you started Far Cry with hopes that I would get on and I fell asleep. And then <laughs> I finally got to the part where I unlock co-op and it's not easy because you were like telling me like oh it's like the first couple missions this is like a good hour two That's hours. That's what thing. I read. Yeah, it's <laughs> not. I was like I, I went and got through it and then I stopped after that because it took me two hours. Damn it. And it was it was All that right. whole. Uh, bullshit. Like, all right, this is how you play a Far Cry game, where you go through and you know you see colorful things. You go this way, and it tells you to go up here, and you press. This is how you crouch, and this is how you get a weapon. And I mean, it's it's that uh, whole hand holding stuff, and then it sets up the story, and the story's like, okay, you you work on these, you work with these gorillas that are on this island that's very similar to Cuba, and you got to go get this guy to join our team. And you're, the main character doesn't want any part of this. He's trying to escape to the United States. And he's like, I'm just trying to get off the island. And, it, you know, he before he escapes, like, the, the dictator, he he stops them. So I was like, you know, he couldn't get out. So it's like he's just trying to make his way off, out off the island. So, I mean, then you have to go save this guy who's, I guess, like, the, the looks a lot like Mickey Rourke. Um <laughs> <laughs> it's my it's best description, specific. even with the with the hat and everything on there, and he has a pet alligator, and it's like it's 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 like any other Far Cry game. It's just wild, and um, it has. I mean, it's, it's got good gameplay, and um, I, I think this is this one they seem to beef up the AI because I don't. This one's a little bit more difficult for me. Um, the the art the 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 villains on there they're not as dumb as they used to be. So it's not. I can I, before oh. I can kind of like just uh you know cover and shoot. They'll, they'll they'll get you, man. It's like, and I'm sitting there. I'm getting whittled down. That forces me to keep moving, and you know, and and covering. I just can't sit there and just before I just take cover and just pop shot them until they all died. So that's not there anymore. Um, but it's a good Far Cry, up until the two hours you got to, even yeah, with so, hand I mean, holding it, and it's, such. It's, it's Far Cry. I mean, it's yeah. I don't think they. It's it's Far Cry. It's a Far Cry game. It's like they, they didn't reinvent the wheel on this one. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I, I, I don't. I mean, you get more little wacky weapons in there. Like, I just built this huge. It looks like the like a rocket pack that the Rocketeer would put on there, and it fits on my back. And it has like 
like a whole bunch of different like bazookas and weird shit that comes out of it. And it's like it's 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 a Far Cry game. I don't know what, how to describe it. It's like it's it's stuff you would see in a Far Cry game. It's not like yeah. they were like, OK, let's take Far Cry and reinvent it. Like when we went Far Cry to Far Cry 2, where they kind of changed everything up when they went to Far Cry 2 and everybody bitched about it because it was so complex. And then they kind of eased up when they went to Far Cry 3. And they're like, all right, we'll take some of these ideas and just dumb it down a little bit. And they just kind of went with this Far Cry 3 um, template. And the it's last been that formula four or fives, you know, yeah. And then the primal, the one I got everybody to buy. And then, you know, and then and then six. So, I mean, it, it, it's, it's fucking Far Cry. I mean, I, I, I'm trying to think of uh, anything else. That, I mean, if you played a Far Cry game before you, then you played this. I mean, that's. That's just the reality of the situation. Does it look good on PS5? Yeah, it looks fine. I mean, it, it um, it looks good. I I I don't know the specifics on there, what it's hitting or what it's not. I mean, I don't. It's not know. like knock your socks off, amazing next gen. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's nothing like I. It, it looks like a Far Cry game will look like. I don't know, man. It's like a, it's a Far <laughs> yeah. Cry game. I mean, I bought this game because it was sixty dollars for the hundred dollar version. That's the only reason yeah. why I got it. So that you was and me both. That was the main. Uh, you know, the seller to me outside of that, I probably would not pick this game up until it was further down on the list. I don't think anything uh, further down on price. And I don't think anything I've played so far has, you know, justified me going like, oh, this was this would have been a day one for me normally. Yeah, you know, that's just the reality of the situation. For me, yeah. That's my opinion on it, at least. Um, I, hope, I hope to catch up to you so I can I can get in the the co-op because I think that's where it's going to be at for us. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, let me know. Um, outside of that, I played some, um, uh, Back for Blood, like three hours, four oh. hours. So, uh, jumped online with some randos for a couple of the, I don't think I've got out of, uh, campaign one. Um, I think the first time I jumped in, I did on crossplay, and I think I played with somebody else who was on Xbox and then somebody on PC and then somebody on PS four on playstation oh. at least uh the mixture was uh i i'm not a big fan of the crossplay one because it was all over the place and then you know even then people weren't using mics so yeah. after that i went in there and turned off crossplay yeah. uh i turned on the ability to only join teams with people with mics and that's then, a good uh, option and then i jumped into a couple games and my favorite one was i jumped into one where they claimed i was a bot and then the guy didn't know have a mic on there and he was like man you suck he's like you suck worse than the bot and i'm like I, I, what? Say, I was like, I can see that. That's pretty funny. He's like, oh, my bad, man. He's like, I'm sorry, dude. I was like, no, I, it's fine. It's funny. I, Back I to settings. Funny. Yeah. Back to settings. Turn off the mic. So, I, I, I don't care. I was laughing enables. the whole time. But, I mean, it's, it's, it's Left for Dead. It's pretty funny, man. It's like... Um, yeah, I have that just, one downloaded. Hit me, hit me up on should, that one. We should jump on that one. It, it was, it, it's good, man. It's like... um. And even playing with random people, man. It's just, it's just... When we try to be serious about shit, and then, like, somebody always gets taken by one of those fucking spider ones, and it's like, we're... <laughs> up there you know and there's like this on the wall and we're like we're trying to run and get them and then it's like the uh the fucking thrower comes out there there was one uh there's one that looks like a demogorgon they call it. like the demogorgon's here and he's like all he does is pick him up and eats him he's like he's taking my body away come save me and i'm over here and i'm shooting him in the back with a shotgun as he's trying to dig him away and i'm like holy shit and then he finally explodes he's like thank god i was gonna he's like the fucker amy man I was like, i can't believe it. i couldn't do anything he's like he's like digging in the ground trying to get away so i'm dying laughing with random people i, pre- I figured it'd be even more fun when you know when we play with friends but I've heard it's pretty hard. It, it is difficult, man. Oh God, it's difficult, man. Oh God, it is is difficult because there's there's certain bits on there where you're just getting uh, zombie 
flood you know like you're just they're just flood you man it's, it's so, bad and i'm like i'm sitting over here i'm dying and somebody else is next to me we're just unloading trying to survive it's bad wow. so it's, what i what i heard is is that basically you as you play through the campaign you pick up uh cards yes. basically and you collect them and then when you start a campaign you can basically build a deck and have these cards and they may give you like a health boost or you know extra ammunition or something but also technically the game plays cards against you so i know that somebody was talking about there's like hindrance cards where um it put like a, this thick ass fog all over the map and it sucked because they were like trying to walk through and there's they couldn't see like 10 feet in front of them and they were just getting hordes of zombies and just all sorts of crazy stuff so when you start it up you get a starter deck um and i think it gives you like five cards in there and you can go through and i think you can max it out to 20 and it's like you said everyone has different attributes so i'll sit there and do like plus 10 defense plus 10 defense plus 10 defense you can do plus 10 percent on your reload speed and and um you know plus one on healing you know you can heal one more time uh, outside of that i mean there's stuff on there that kind of gives you an edge in the game to kind of help balance it out uh whatever the game director is what they quoted from like left for left for dead they always there's still a game director on this one who kind of just yeah. balances uh, how the hordes move out depending on how easy your difficulty is so and and to answer your question uh there was um I think uh, before some campaigns, they'll load up and they'll give me a choice. So, like, I, it'll give me a counter card, like you said, where either it will make... I got the fog one before. And then there was one that um, if you... There's a speedrun one. So, if you can complete that, complete that campaign in under 10 minutes, they'll, like, double your credits. And credits is what you use to purchase additional cards to beef up your your characters and then you can buy cards in a certain set and then as you unlock the first initial set then they'll give you three more and then there's different values for different cards on there um it's uh there's also has that PUBG aspect in there where you can choose different um scopes for your weapons and they'll give you a different percentage you'll look at it and they'll tell you all right this one gives you greater distance and and so you're everybody's kind of looking for that on there as well um they also give you different percentages of up and down on the depending on the weapons you get so it's a lot more um detailed and then left for dead it gives you a lot more variety i mean the the, the left for dead yeah the left for dead aspect still there i mean it's good fun man just going through it oh my god man i'm just that fucking they had me rolling with the fucking demogorgon man i just <laughs> just go it, it looks like it's not a demogorgon but that's what they called it and i was dying laughing because it's like we were just trying to go into the house normally and just the fucker just came out the door and just grabbed the dude and <laughs> ate him it's like he's eating me he just freaking ate me and it was like we're just sitting there all unloading shotgun blasts into his back as he's trying to dig away because he would he was going to take his body away with him. <laughs> Somebody was just tossing grenades. It was dude, it was funny, man. Oh god, that that game is fucking good, man. It's good. I think I was on there for like three hours and didn't even notice it. And I was playing with some, I got I got some bad people I played with, and then I got some good people I played with it. So it, it was it's pretty good. I've never got past the. The first campaign though, I still haven't got past it yet because I mean it gives I mean, you more. It gives you there's a sh it, this game is huge man compared it's got to like Left what 12 parts for the first campaign or something yeah like and then the second campaign's got like 10 the third campaign's got like eight and then i think the last one only has like three so but it's um it's, what you were saying game, with the continues though so if you die you get one continue that's what i had on there so if everybody dies we get one continue 
and then um, after you use up your one continue, then you got to start off from scratch. It kills the room. You got to go back in there and do it again. So, <laughs> but it, it's pretty yeah. good, man. I just sucks when I was in there, and it'd be fun for all all of us to play because then I can set up my my character before and then because like if you jump in any uh, random match, the rando, nine times out of ten the match has already started. I got to take over a bot. And so I'm sitting here like loading up with somebody who has a machete and a Uzi, and I'm like, oh god, I suck. I was like, I don't need. I, I, uh, that's like the worst weapons you have. You're gimped like, right off, right off the rip. Right. It's better when you start out with on there uh, on a match on there. But I think that when you play with friends, you can start it out. But it's like it. I haven't seen the option yet where you can only join matches that, that have not started yet. But but I mean, after you complete that campaign, then you can go in there and you know choose your starter deck and. And, you know, go in there and go through the chest and buy your weapons that you want. Because I'd normally go through the shotgun, which I'd, I'm probably going to stop using. Because after I get with the horde, it's like after the first eight shots, I'm sitting here reloading. And as they tear me down, I die. So I'm like, damn. And so I, I was laughing, too, because uh, one of the other people I was playing with is like, they're like, don't start up the scroll. Don't uh, start up the, the 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 crows. And one of the teammates just shot him crows. It's like, you fucking idiot. Why would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, people still doing dumb stuff in there. Like, you shoot the crows. It's like, the horde's coming for you now. It's like, you moron. Why would you do that? It's like, we could have walked around. <laughs> like, the, uh, the, the witch, like the witch on Left 4 Dead that would sing. There's something that's similar to the witch in there. There's so many different variants in there, man. It's like, there's one, like, some looks like a tyrant with a huge arm that just goes in there and picks you up and throws you. There's one that's like a... Mm-hmm. Uh, that jumps out the wall and grabs you. There's and there's one that uses the tongue to pick you up, like the the liquor. There's so many. There's like a that's a awesome. bloater that explodes on you. There's so many different variants in there. There's like a huge tank one where you have to hit like three different areas. I'm sitting there shooting at it and it just jumps on me out of nowhere from halfway across the map and kills me. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, this it's it, it's a hard game though, man. It's hard. Uh, that was the complaint I had with a lot of people that played on my team. Is everybody's like, this game is so fucking hard, man. It's like it's unfair. And we're we're playing on on easy. We're not even. We're playing a rookie. We're not even playing a veteran. Somebody's like, I don't like. I don't even know what to think. It's like to play a veteran. It's like it's it's difficult. Oh, I know somebody. It's fun. it's fun. I know somebody that they went in all cocky. They were like, man, I played all the Left 4 Dead's on the hardest difficulty. You know, it was tough, but I beat them and blah blah blah. And then they went in on uh, uh on veteran, and they were like, no, I got to bump it down because it, it was it was stupid difficult. It's kicking it's, their ass. It's fun, man. I'm gonna jump back on there later, man. It's fun. I've been playing it all day today. Uh, it's like I, I I just fired it up today, and it's like, all right, let me go in here and do this. And I was like, it, it's good, man. I'm just playing with a bunch of randos, and everybody's all right. This is what we're gonna do this time. I had to jump <laughs> off because we we were gonna start recording, so I was like, I gotta go, guys. I'm sorry. But I've it seen it's funny it's, in there. I've seen it's climbing the charts on uh, yeah. Game Pass. Yeah, it's up there with Minecraft and was it Forza Horizon three, four, oh. whatever the last Forza Horizon was. God, it's funny, dude. It's funny. As soon as I popped in there, come on, Randall, save our asses. Everybody's down. I'm like, what the hell did I just come into? I was like, as soon as I put that is uh, manifest in there, save us, Rando. <laughs> that sounds but, uh, awesome. Yeah, that's it. I mean, I mean, outside of uh, I, I played like very little Metroid Dread, very little. I think I fired it up mostly in that OLED screen. That changes everything for me on that portable mode. I've never been a big aspect on Switch Portable. Wow. But uh, that screen, it's um. That changes things. Plus, in the lower resolution, it, it looks, it's 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 uh, I, I think I took it off the TV and started playing it on that screen versus because it looks it looks so much better with a smaller resolution on those deeper colors. It's worth yeah. it. to me. I've wow. never been a big fan of portable mode on the switch because uh, I've always been, a you know, the Vita OLED's always been the best for me. Yeah, that's I, I was not a big fan of that switch screen because it always looked cheap to me. But it's it's a difference maker. It's. Just looking at Metroid on the TV and then on that screen is a nine day. 
Uh, I was like, I took it back off and just started playing handheld. Brant, that's not what you wanted to hear. <laughs> I want to see some things like, uh, you know, like Link's Awakening or Mario 3D World or something like that. I want to see yeah. one of the one of those on there too, along I, with Metroid. Yeah, I fired or up Mario Z- Kart. I fired up Xenoblade, Xenoblade Chronicles, and that looks really, really good too. I'm I'm very impressed with the screen. And I will probably play this more portable than I have before. It's a it's, it's enough of a difference maker for me. That's awesome. Um, and I, I literally took it off the TV because I was like, Ugh. I mean, even with a OLED TV, you know, it, OLED TV looks good, but I think it's that smaller resolution, man. It just, just, just the the outlines of Samus on yeah. there and the, the dark colors, and just when you're talking to um, the pixel density along with the colors it, and the depth. It looks good, man. It looks good on that small screen. I prefer it on that small screen, man. I'm okay with playing portable on that one, yeah. That's, that's awesome. just that's my personal opinion on it. All right, I'm gonna hit it to you, Brent. Brent, bring us home. Um, the dreadful conversation. So yeah, spent uh, a little time in, uh, of course, some um, Pokemon Unite. <laughs> it's not what as I usual. It was going. <laughs> um, it's become your Halo. Uh, played a little bit of a Circle of the Moon, uh, but yes, uh, the main thing was. <laughs> Last Friday's release. We're beating around the bush. And the shirt that I'm wearing, this Super Metroid yeah. shirt, yeah. for the occasion, uh, because I was not able to order the special edition um, or the amiibo, so I took the chance and went into a GameStop, and it was great because I texted you, and I didn't expect it, but like there was a there was a huge line like as soon as like, i walked in i, like, I stopped man, i don't in know line. there's a shit ton of people here i don't know and I, they got <laughs> some back there but i'm not sure <laughs> and the the more i was in line like i noticed there were people there for pokemon cards and then the uh switch oled um but then there was somebody i was about f- three people back at this point but i heard somebody like oh yeah metroid special edition if y'all have it and then he was getting it and i saw him hold up the box i'm like i've laid eyes on it it's beautiful i have a sight you said confirmed sighting yeah and then the dude just asked like oh yeah yeah y'all got the amiibos dude just turned around yeah yeah we got some you know pulled some out nice uh and then now i'm like two people deep and the next person up there goes and buys two switches uh oled model yeah First, he wanted the white switch, and they didn't have it. He goes, "Oh, well, hold, hold on a second. And he gets on the phone and, I guess, texts whoever. Uh, so the person in front of me goes and just picks up their pre-order copy of regular Metroid. Mm-hmm. And uh, he goes back to the other dude. He goes, yeah, yeah, let me get the, the red and blue model. How many can I buy? Dude says, uh, two two per person two max and then like as he's buying them he goes I, I i see people getting back in line can i get back in line and buy more he goes what is he doing is that, it a reseller i guess that would be my oh, guess God. and and dude just goes sure <laughs> yeah <laughs> he was he was the only one there yeah what so do they he's care just like oh, i don't care dude just go right and I get up there and I ask, I said, do you have any more of the special editions and the and the Amiibos? He's like, yeah, yeah, I, I got some. And he opens the drawers and takes them out. And I noticed they were the last two, you know, 
last special edition and last Amiibos. Close. I asked us, I said, hey, am am I that lucky or, you know, do you got more in the back? He goes, no, this is it. Lucky. Oh, yeah, boy. Amiibos and special edition. I got, I could not help myself. Uh, Lunch break, I... uh, I don't pre-order shit. (laughs) I popped it into the Switch and, uh, and started it and immediately... Had to text you and was like, "Dude, this is this is the game, man. This is it." You sent us game of the year material potentially. Yes. <laughs> uh, you were and fired up. By uh, Monday morning, uh, I had to run around and do some chores first. But once I got that out of the way and got home, uh, I sat down and I beat it uh, with uh, under under ten hours. Okay, uh, that seems seen, to be the going rate is ten hours. I was about to say I've seen some people beat it even even less than that in like eight, you know. But uh, I've definitely got stuck on a few things because mm-hmm. this this game can get hard. Um, and the only thing I've seen and just like completion rates and and stuff like that because there's you could go and travel and get all the the upgrades and um extra missiles and and things like that uh and the only thing i've seen with completion rates is it unlocks more like certain little pictures and things in the gallery there's no like special ending or anything okay so it's it's nice that you're you know you're not going to be locked out or missing out on anything really if you don't if you don't run through the game you don't get bikini samus (laughs) yeah or anything i mean that's what it was so, this, uh, like I said, uh, when I sent it to you initially, that I thought it was Game of the Year material, by the end, it is. Oh, this, he's sticking the, the, with it. The, the story, the o- overall mechanics, uh, everything is so good in this game. That's awesome. Uh, it lives this, up to expectation. This, if, if you're... Some of the, you know, if if you're one of the people that didn't like how uh, Fusion seemed a little closed off because it would put you in a section and just, like, kind of guide you through it, um, telling you, oh, you need to go here and do this, you know? It had some some more linear bits compared to other Metroids. This kind of goes back to the old formula, um, where there are, you're on a planet and there's several sections that you can travel to via elevators or um like teleporters and and different little like trams and stuff Mm -hmm. but you're going back and exploring each individual area you can go everywhere you want to um but i feel like the way it kind of as you progress it does a good uh job of kind of guiding you on where you need to go so as you, you know, do something over here, take down this boss, you'll come out, do this, and kind of come into a cutscene, and where it kind of puts you and faces you, you're like, okay, well, I kind of need to go this way. And you keep going and start looking around for your next area, and you know you're going to progress this way. And then, oh, well, I found a, another thing now, you know. Or, oh, I just found this teleporter. It's going to take me to a new area. Um. That was the one thing is some of the transitions into different areas. I don't know how 
far you've gotten into it, Cesar, if you've experienced any of that, like going in the elevators or the tr- uh, teleporters and things like that. I think the teleporter is the roughest one where I've noticed some like dips in the frames and and stuff like that. But uh, I, I will tell you where I'm at. Um, well, Cesar's playing on Switch Pro also, so probably the yeah. frame rate stuff is... <laughs> Yeah, I haven't had any uh, frame rate issues since I'm playing on Switch Pro with the better uh, graphics. Um, <laughs> I'm fighting up. a I'm fighting a, a K raid right now. Gotcha. K dash raid. K raid. Uh, but uh, other than that, I mean, the game is it's smooth. It's really really good. Um, I can't with with both of you with Cesar playing it and you have not playing have not played it at all i really don't want to go too much into it there's some surprises with like some of the bosses and we should we should have uh, a spoiler cast on this one i think this is a it's a short enough game to have a deep dive on you know and it's it's a big enough game to do something like that with i believe but this this wraps up um a good bit of the stuff and just adds so much to the lore Wow. Uh, and there there's so many like little things that like as you keep going and you figure out why you're on this planet and what's going on and uh, it, it just becomes better and better and better. And then every encounter um, with those Emmys, because there are seven Emmys that were sent to this planet, you're there trying to investigate why they don't have um track of them anymore they just kind of disappeared they don't have any signal from them and so now there's seven emmys and now they're like anytime you go into their areas that they patrol they're after you and each one is unique and each one that you come upon it gets a little bit more difficult it adds this new layer and you know they might get faster or they've got a different ability that makes it harder to avoid right but you get abilities as well, you know, to combat right. some of them. So they're leveling up and, and you're you leveling be, up too. Yeah. But the, even, even some of them, it is, it is hard. It's like, uh, it's like you said, man, it's like when you get the phantom cloak, you're like, Oh, I finally got the one up. And then they, they, the Emmy's fucking evolve and get <laughs> yeah, something some else. Some of them doesn't like, matter. The phantom cloak is not, doesn't mean, mean shit anymore. So I'm like, <laughs> so I was like, the, the excitement you have is very short lived for anything. Yeah. And it's I'm just an arms race. I, 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 the thing that pissed me off, it took me like three fucking hours to get the morph ball. I'm like, I'm sitting here looking at all the areas I can access with the morph ball. I was like, where the fuck is the morph ball? Yeah. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> oh, it's the, not the first thing? They always I was going to say, it's like, it's, it's a good bit. I thought it's I like the fifth or sixth thing. Get it. I was like, holy shit, where's the morph ball? Wow. Yeah, that's uh, that's something that I think everybody wondered. I, I even saw some some funny things on that was you feel like you're doing something wrong in the beginning because you get the first power up and you're like, Where's my morph ball? Yeah, that you know? should be the that should be the first thing. It always is. <laughs> and then you get another power up and another power up, and it's still not the morph ball. So they're not afraid did to I, mess with. Did uh, I miss something or? They're not afraid to mess with expectations. Think, That's cool. I think it's like when you beat what the third Emmy is it the third Emmy you beat? Is that when you get I, the morph ball? I don't remember. You get it from one of the Emmys. It's not even from like one of the Chozo. Oh, you, you don't Chizuro just find it somewhere. Statues with Chozo statues. You have to. You get it from the enemy after you. I think the the third enemy, the green one. I think after you beat that one, and that's like after like a boss battle, and then like three mini boss battles. I mean, there's yeah. there, there's so many areas you go through. Like 
the energy tank's right there. All needs a morph ball I, so I can get up the next level energy train. And I don't have a fucking morph ball. I'm, it just haunt. It just taunts me. Just standing there. It's like, Classic. hey, you can't get me yet. I was like, and I was like, I finally got the morph ball. And I had to go all the way back to get the fucking energy tank. But, yeah. So, but yeah, the morph ball. That thing pissed me off. I thought I was doing the game wrong. I was like, damn, I don't have the morph ball. I see so many areas and get access to the morph ball. And I was like, I don't have the fucking morph ball. What am I doing wrong? Where was it? But no, this this game and like Cesar saying there is there's a lot of there's a lot of things to fight besides just the regular en- enemies that pop up. There seems to be a lot of like side bosses, smaller bosses, uh, and then of That's course different. a lot of the big bosses too. Is it and then bad? of course the Emmys are their own thing, and it it becomes very satisfying when you've been because there's a lot of the times where you'll get into a new area, encounter the new Emmy. And then you wind up avoiding it for the entire area. And then you wind up having to go to yet another area. Um, start going through it, find a power up, go back to the one you were just in. Track through and then finally get the thing you need to to beat the Emmy in that area. And it's it by that point, you're satisfied. You're, you know, you're going back and you're like, all right, you know, there's, good they're, they're, they're based on colors. It's like there's yeah. a red, a yellow, a green. So it's, you know, by the time you get that power up, you're like, all right, green, you're going to fucking die now. Yeah. It's like, and there's it's time yeah, to the, go. The, the Omega Blaster, you only get one of them. You got to like kill something yeah. to get it. And once you use it, it's gone. But it's like, yeah. um, it's like a more Brand said, up. each area with a different Emmy has a, like a different, I mean, there's a certain attack pattern you got to get, you do do to beat them. And it's like each area is different. So like there's, you, the best way is to have a straightaway, and there's sometimes you get, as you go on there, you get less and less, less of those. So it's like you usually just shooting to unlock something, and you got to run again. Yeah. So it's like it, it, it becomes very tense. Yeah. Mm. Stop and go station. Because they it, what no, it winds stop up, and go what, station. I can just go to the entrance and go right <laughs> to the end. I can't do that in this one. So what it what it winds up doing is like the first one you encounter, it's broken. So it gives you kind of, um. You a wind up, in, yeah. It gives you a, a small tutorial. So you you go in, you get the, you find the thing that you need to power up immediately, and then you go down, and it kind of guides you. It says, "Okay, now now fire and shoot at it." Yeah. And then the next one you encounter is fully functional, and they have like this faceplate, and the then train they, the wheels are off, and then they have they they have like this bright red. Uh, light on their face but it's covered by this faceplate mm. so the next time that you fight them you don't just power up and shoot the laser at the face you have to uh like fire Crack constantly the... at the faceplate while it's coming at you and it's like crawling at you you know oh, shit. and you're shooting and you're shooting and you're shooting and you have to watch this faceplate like oh, heat it. up like you're heating up metal and then it finally bursts and, and then the enemy gets faster and comes at like comes at you, and then like stands up at you and starts oh, like coming at you. That's and you've, wild. And you've got to you, you know you power caught, up and shoot it. Yeah. To get captured and you try to do fucking QTE to do it. And I was like, you know how hard that fucking QTE is. It's so random. And I'm like, I'm sitting there like I hit it wrong every time. It's, there's no leniency in that QTE thing. <sighs> I, I haven't gotten it once. No. I, I got I, the tutorial because it, it lets you know like, oh, do this. Ever since then, I can never break out of their control. They grab me up dead. I see the game over screen. Uh, yeah, that that is one thing they you know they kept. The, but you're uh, supposed they, to be able to counter them. You, they, get two, they, you get two chances. Yeah, they kept the counter from um, Samus Returns remake. 
Uh, it is definitely harder to get on some of the enemies um, this go around. Uh, and I really was never the, good at that period on the 3DS one, by the I've way. Had, I got good. Me personally, I've had easier time on the Switch one than I have on the 3DS one mm-hmm. on the parrying system. See, yeah, I, I got good at, at timing it on that that's, 3DS one. On this one, on this huh? one, it took me a second, but I, I got it. Uh, and really, you can you can defeat every enemy without using it if you want to. You get um, more reward from pairing them and then killing them. Mm-hmm. You'll get more uh, health orbs or um, missile regen, all that stuff. Uh, but like he's saying, where the the Emmy stalks you, and you actually have two chances because uh, it it picks you, it, it goes to pick you up, and you have a chance to parry it then. And then once it grabs you before it like stabs you, uh, you have a, a a chance to parry it then. But like he's saying, it the speed on which they do those kind of varies, and mm-hmm. it was it was very. Um, it was very hard to, to sometimes figure out that timing. I did it a very small handful of times. Yeah. But the, 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 the thing is, is like, it's, it's not like an old Metroid where if you die, you're going back to the first place you saved. I was about to say, are there checkpoints? The you saved. Are there, yeah. ch- are there decent checkpoints? If, if you die to the Emmy, it just boots you, uh, out of the area that the Emmy's patrolling. And just set you like right outside that area from where you you started before That's you went good. back into that room. So it's it's a definitely a little bit more forgiving, and not like oh well now I just lost all that progress. You know? Right, right. Which can suck in a Metroid game. Oh yeah. After you've been exploring and looking for stuff. So this this one it's uh it's it's got it's got so many good parts in the in the way that the story finishes, um. And, on, and and what it adds to the series as a whole, I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. It's it's now my my top 2D Metroid. Oh, it's number one. Oh yeah. Oh, Holy crap! Hands down. Hands wow. down. Metroid's red number one. You're so here good. first. Yeah. And it's and it might be game of the year, boys. It might Ooh. be. Ju- it just might be game of the year. Now they want you to go back and play the Lords of Shadow, play their Castlevania games too. <laughs> And they're, no, I was going to say their Batman game, but that was, uh, that was somebody else that made the Batman. I mean, this, yeah. is, this, this is the second Metroid they made with Nintendo at this point. They should just buy them out. Are they not second party by this point? No, they, they were, I think they were almost bought out by Konami after they did the Castlevania games. Yeah. And then now they've just been, um, independent since then. So, huh. I'm glad they didn't get soaked up in Konami then. Yeah. And yeah, we, I even we celebrated Metroid on our uh, Instagram, so check that check we that did. out. That was a good post. Like, follow, subscribe, mute, block, unfollow. <laughs> that's my. <laughs> that's the only ones that's I the do. Course. Yeah, that's the course. All right, uh, you guys got anything? Anything else, Brent? You skip right that's, past your other titles. So no, they were that's not it. Worth really? Uh, well, that. The last thing, I mean, I, I just I just started on this. I consider I figured since it's a new release and because it's still October, I need to play something spooky. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doki Doki Literature Club, which okay. looks like a happy go lucky cutesy anime visual novel, yeah, but is that's spooky. 
uh, touted as uh, the number one psychological uh, horror experience. Really? In which you join a literature club, a high school literature club, uh, in which you are the only male in a group of four girls. uh, And three of the girls are like romanceable. So you can do certain paths and things, I guess, to romance the three girls that you can. But I guess the story takes an extremely dark turn. Because uh, from what I understand, this is this is an older game. I remember hearing about it a while ago. Yeah. And this is just this is just the um, <laughs> this is the why. plus. This is the plus version. What makes it plus? Um, it's got extra. It's got extra story bits in there, and for different routes and stuff like that. Okay. It's got uh, six new side stories, thirteen additional music tracks, uh, over one hundred unlockable images, and uh, it came with some unique goodies in the box. It was released in uh, twenty seventeen as freeware. It was. It was one of those. It was one of those games where people didn't. They don't want to spoil it for you. They just tell you to go play it. And it yeah. doesn't, it doesn't, it's like the school days I was talking about earlier. That's why the school days popped in my head is because of Brant. Yeah, it's, uh, it's because it, it, is, it doesn't go the way you think it's going to go. Yeah. So it's it apparently extremely adult. It's extremely dark. It, it constantly says this game is not suitable for children. Uh, it, it tells you that several times all over the box. Wow. Uh, and then when you put the game in, it says this game is not for the faint of heart or children, please, uh, you know, to continue, please affirm that you understand that. So, mm-hmm. so what we should be talking about is how um, City Connect, they're, they're fucking geniuses when they came out with that cotton collection. Uh oh. <laughs> because, you know, did you read that article on how they came out with that collection on uh, PS4 and uh, Switch, Richard? Mm-mm. They um they they never rebuild those games from scratch. Though those games are running on those consoles on a Saturn emulator. What they dropped they dropped the ISOs on there. Oh, I did see that the yeah. the not good Saturn emulator. So I just Y'all need them say yeah I need them to fix it up so we can uh so we can just get all the other Saturn games on running on modern consoles. That would Burning be the Rangers. Team. They say that. they say it's not the good Saturn emulator, but those games run perfectly on the console, so I have no issues with Cotton on there. They said so, it's got a bunch of input input lag and stuff on there. I haven't had any issues, yeah. Ever since no. they've been doing the patches on there, yeah. So, but uh, that's what I that's what I'll be running because even in that game Paradise and when I got up there that I've had for the last four years, that's uh that's also running on an emulator too. So and I haven't had any issues with it as well either. So. Yeah, that's the big news is they got a Saturn emulator up and running. That's what, that's what <laughs> those are based off of. That's the that's the most interesting part. Because I, I think they lost the code. I just think they dropped the ISOs on there. I think that's all they did to oh get those games gosh. running. So. Wow. They didn't credit the creator too, right? Wasn't that part of the drama? Well, because that, the original copyright owner of that game, that company changed hands. They like sold each other to a bunch of different people. So it's like they're like a small company. So it's... They're they're doing little shady shit like that. So gotcha. All right, is that it for us this week? That's it, well, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us this week, and we will catch you next week. Bye. See you. See you.